Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Hi, Sister J. Hi, Sister K. It's Bunny from New York. Fear of the walking dead begins here with the cat. Uh, say hi to the family. Everybody well. Bunny on, out, whatever. Bye. She was eating them. She was eating them. Hello, sisters and family. This is Sandy from New York City. Hey, she was trying to leave. I stopped her. This is Andre, a.k.a. Just Andre, and I'm from South Georgia, and you're listening to the Sister Speak Podcast. And I just want to say, I guess nobody's going to the desert. Mm-hmm. Hey sisters, it's Shalita from Philly. You know it's a sad day when the nerd, the crackhead, and the barber got more sense than everybody else in the whole damn show. This is Procrastinella, aka Pamela on Facebook from Gainesville, Florida, saying hello to the entire Sister Speak Nation. And just reminding the Sister Speak family, don't leave your door ajar, don't drive around town with your windows down, and whenever the crazy, creepy, loner kid from school tells you shit's about to jump off, believe him. Yeah, I'm talking to your monkey ass, Maddie. Hey, Sister Speak Nation, this is Derek calling from Hagerstown, Maryland. Papa, you're wrong. These people are good. No, good people always die first. Hey sisters, this is Ray from Cali. She's not sick, she's dead. Now you know the world is coming to an end when a crackhead has all the common sense. Well, desert trails to ULA, cause it's about to go down. Welcome to Sister Speak Fear the Walking Dead where we discuss the AMC series, Fear the Walking Dead, from a sister's point of view. I'm Sister J. And I'm Sister K. And welcome to episode four. Let's get started. Ooh, this shit be tedious. All right. Welcome, everyone. We are going to be talking about episode four, titled, Not Fade Away. I wish it would fade away. Actually, this episode was better this than was the best of third episode well it's been the best episode so far well i think the best was the first one i don't think so this one's the best out of the rest in my opinion but mm. okay so mm. we start out with nick swimming in that nasty yeah, dirty pool thank first you. of all we start out with them showing all the fucking shit floating in the pool <laughs> 
you know, debris I was and say blood, and, and it looks like little peeled off skin and shit. No, oh, it it's nasty. leaves. It's leaves and shit, but well, it's still stuff it's that you nasty. don't swim. At least I don't swim in pools mm, that have mm. leaves and shit in it. It was a, it was a bunch of dirty shit up in there. Thank you. Now I will mm, say this: he mm, was in the, mm. he was on a raft. So yeah, but he get in the water later on. But damn, he was in a raft. But later, mm, mm, he mm. straight up falls down in that water, and I'm thinking, okay, that's just too on damn. Purpose. Yeah, mm. that's just too damn nasty. Well, anyway, I thought it was real. I don't know. It was just irritating to me how it started out with him floating in the pool, like everything's hunky dory, just like that fucking playing Monopoly shit. And Travis is jogging in the neighborhood. He's jogging, listening just like to his he probably always did. Oh, come on. Yep. And then that Matt, was just so asinine. Or uh, not Matt. Uh, Chris, he's up on the roof, looking at uh, right the city basically with his video right. camera. Well, well, he's looking outside their little fenced area, which is yeah. supposed to be the safe zone. You know. Um, and and but he's looking in which, there a little- which is just like a kid would do yeah see and that was appropriate for him actually chris is the same one in this thing him and daniel because he's acting just like a kid like a teenager uh who was a film buff because that's how we met him he was he was you know on that bus and he was at the protest trying to film shit true so that was appropriate to me yeah but but my thing is is he's also looking inside their little enclosure. Yeah. And he says, okay, that something burned the other day. Didn't he say it's been nine weeks? It's, no, nine days. Oh, nine days. Okay. Nine days since the lights went out. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, well, damn, okay, nine days. So that's why they're trying to show them all looking mm-hmm. fine and like nothing's going on. But you know what? All the shit they seen, you wouldn't be trying to be jogging and shit after nine days. Yeah, but this is Travis we're talking about. Yeah. Well. Remember the dumbass who thinks everything's going to be fine? Yeah, okay. Now that the army <laughs> is there. But, hey, Daniel got the right idea because Daniel, while Travis is jogging and shit, Daniel's looking out the window he, at the guards. He can, <laughs> <laughs> no, he's studying the guards and yeah. where they at and, and where they walk. What they doing. Yeah, what they doing. See, mm-hmm. that's what you got to do. That's what you do. And then Maddie's complaining about the house and how we painted. And, you know, there's some more paint in the garage. We need to paint some more. Because I can still see the stains. And I couldn't figure out what stains she's talking about. Because the other dude wasn't killed there. He was killed somewhere else in the house. I thought, are they talking about, I don't know. Anyway, she's watching the clock. Well, what we forgot while Chris was up on the roof he he's looking around at the city outside of the gate and he notices something glinting. He thinks it's like real someone signaling. Well, there's light flashing and, and light. It flashing. looked like Morris code to me. That's what, see, that's what I said. It looked like Morris Why code to me. I say, Hey, that's the Morris code. Who well, knows Morris code? Well, because him being a kid, he's probably supposed to be what? 15, 16. He probably don't know. no fucking Oh yeah. Morris I, know. Code. I know. See, but he knows that somebody's mm-hmm. doing it. Right. Which I thought was pretty cool that he kept on filming. Yeah. That was good. That was good. Mm-hmm. So then, um, yeah. So Travis comes home from jogging. Maddie's in there <sighs> talking about, we need to paint. Alicia says, we just painted a few days ago. So I'm thinking, okay. Only thing I can think of their painting is the spot where they killed the one dude and the blood splashed up. But, yeah. Okay. That's what I, I assume. Yeah. 
And so, and also they're looking at the clock, which says they have, and this is what I thought was weird. They have notes that say power on, power off. Like who don't know how to tell time in that house on a clock? They had mm-hmm. to put a sticky note saying mm-hmm. arrows to nine o'clock or 10 o'clock and another arrow to 12 o'clock or something. Because they stupid. <laughs> we done already gone. Uh, anyway, who cares? Anyway, so Travis comes home and from his jog. And they, they argued about some asinine, stupid shit. Well, <laughs> this you know, is what... And I agree. That, that, hey, that's the only time I agree with that stupid girl. Alicia. Alicia. Yeah, she said, are y'all kidding me? Y'all trying to act like this Y'all trying normal? to have a domestic argument like everything's normal? It ain't normal. And I was sitting at the yelling at TV, yeah, tell them, girl. Well, I Because, thought... I mean, it ain't. Well, first of all. And she's complaining about the same shit. I do everything around here. I do this. I do this. I do Wait, this. Wait, this is what she said. Oh, Lord. She say, well, first, he comes in. He's fine. And she's like, mm-hmm, whatever. And he's like, okay, what's going on now? <laughs> and so then she's like, my house is a refugee camp. My daughter's room is an ICU unit for strangers. Someone has to cook. Someone has to clean. Someone has to watch Nick. And that someone somehow is me because I don't know where your ex-wife goes. Well, now she did put Alicia in there. She did say someone has to watch Alicia and Nick. No, she didn't even say Alicia. Yeah, That's the point. No, that was Travis. Um. Travis later on says that she's the one who says someone has to watch Nick Hmm. because again, I made a point to recognize she didn't mention Alicia in none of that shit. (laughs) And then she had the nerve to say, and I guess that's going to have to be me because I don't know where your ex-wife goes. And I'm thinking, well, look, B. They your motherfucking kids. They ain't mm-hmm. Liza's kids, and they ain't Travis's kids. So yeah, you gonna have to be the one to watch mm-hmm. his ass. <laughs> Who else you gonna actually, do? Actually, ain't none of them people in the house hers, but Chris. Who? Liza's. Uh, Liza's. Yeah. Well, exactly. I mean, yeah. So yeah. But still. Uh, well, she just mad because Liza. We already established that she mad because Liza's she mad because he ain't helping her ass do any well, of that. Well, and shit. Liza's there. You know, that's the whole point. So I was thinking, really, <clears throat> Madison, this <clears throat> is what you're going to complain over. And yeah, I was happy when Alicia broke that shit up. <clears throat> and then, of course, she looks salty when he says he's leaving to go to the, whatever that meeting was. Yeah, he said that the commander's... Uh, Moyer. Uh, yeah, Commander Moyers has called a meeting and stuff and he wants to be there. So she looks salty. But then Ophelia comes in and interrupts them first. Though, yeah, that's true. And says to Alicia, are you ready to go? Because mm-hmm. they go on, you know, I guess to get food or whatever. I think it was to get rations. Mm-hmm. And stuff. To get their rations. Yeah. So then, um, <coughs> excuse me, Travis goes outside and he climbs up on the truck and sees that um, Chris is on the roof. And he's saying, what you doing up there? Get down from there. I'm thinking, dude, come on now. So Chris is like, Dad, Dad, let me show you this. It's not like he got to go to school or nothing. Thank you. you know? What else he going to do? Mm. And, I mean, look, you have to have known by now his ass up there because you climbed right up there like you mm. knew where he was. Well, he went up there so he could go and have Chris go help Maddie. That's So he... that way she won't be too salty because he got to go. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, Chris is trying to tell him, hey, there's somebody out there. I saw a light. And he's like, no, you didn't. Come on. Come on. Get down. 
And I mean, he wouldn't even watch the, I mean, it was, to me, it was, again, not in Travis's character. He's like dismissing Chris. He's not even looking at the tape. He's like, dad, look at it. He's like, I don't got time to look at that. Well, but that's what he meant. He didn't have time. He didn't want he to. Did, he didn't want to. And so he, he finally looks at it for like two seconds and says, there ain't nobody out there. The army's done went door to door and they're doing what they need to do. Ain't nobody out there. And I'm thinking, Really? Travis, <laughs> you get your ass bit. I hope it's today. It won't be. It, it wouldn't. He'll be around for, for yeah next season, him and her both. So then we see Madison going out to the pool where Nick is floating. Mm-hmm. Talking about, hey, I found this on the counter appeal. Don't you mm-hmm. need it? He's like, oh, no, I'm cool. Mm-hmm. I don't need it. She's like, why? I mean, you need to wean yourself off. He's this like, was some fucked up shit. Wasn't it though? <laughs> some fucked up shit, but now that was the best shit in the whole show. <laughs> Cause I was shocked. Ooh, oh, it was, he's I mean, now nonchalant. that was, that was some good writing right there. But wait, she's all nonchalant. I don't like, need it. I, I thought you'd be happy. I'm, I'm, I'm doing weaning well. myself out. I'm doing good. And you're trying to force <laughs> me to take this shit. She's like, okay, well, whenever you need it, it's in here. Mm-hmm. So then as she goes in the house, we see, uh, well, we'll skip on to this. Mm-hmm. We'll, uh, Liza, Liza is next door, another next door, I guess the other direction. Helping Hector Ramirez. Helping the Ramirez is because his ass is sick, laid mm-hmm. up in the hospital or in the hospital bed she's got, mm-hmm. giving him an IV and all kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Apparently it's his heart. And so the wife is saying, oh, thank you so much. I don't know what I would have done without Her name you. Cynthia. Yes, Cynthia, I don't know what I would have done without you. And to me, Liza's looking squirrely, but I'm thinking, okay, she's just looking uncomfortable. And so then Cynthia's like, well, how about some of my squash soup that I picked from the garden? Mm -hmm. She don't want to take it. I'm thinking, shit, she looked like me coming from a potluck. (laughs) (laughs) She's probably thinking, oh, shit, this shit might be infected. See. That's Let's what see. I thought the look was. Uh-huh. But well, that's what I thought the look was I like. Was too. Oh, like, hell no. I'm not going to be eating this shit. And I thoroughly expected for her to go around the corner and pour it out. That's in the, what I thought. Pour it out in the yard. They showed her. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I would have done. I would have poured it in the weeds. Well, at first I'm thinking, mm. why is she looking all weird? Because. And then, wait, they showed her walking down the stairs outside with a bowl in her hand. And she hesitated. And she hesitated. I'm thinking, lady, now wait. Wait till you get back yeah, to your house before you, you pour, it pour it out. out. Don't pour it out in and the woman's yard. And you know she yard. poured it out. You they didn't she... show her eating it or nothing. No. No, she poured that shit out. <laughs> well, later, I think I we understand why she did it. Exactly. But, but at, the at time... that time, I was cracking <laughs> up. I'm thinking, hmm. Mm-hmm. She don't eat that chick's food. And then later on, we see where she has come in and fixed Mr. Ramirez's drip for the night. She says, okay, look, this, I just fixed your morphine drip. I thought, oh, shit. And I got you enough for the, the last through the night. Yep. And I'll be back in the morning. Check on you. To check on you. Mm-hmm. And then she leaves the room and, and you can hear her out in the, the kitchen talking to the wife. Well, that's Cynthia. when that happened. Yeah. And so then she leaves. And so Travis, excuse me, Nick hears from the poo. Yeah. He, he's peeking through the fence to watch her leave. Yeah. Watching her leave. And then Mrs. Ramirez, Cynthia, going out into the garden. Into her garden. To mess with her plants and her, her shit. Next thing we know. So next thing we know. 
they show Mr. Ramirez first wheezing. of all, they show him in the bed wheezing. He's he's got labored breathing. Yes. And I'm thinking, poor guy. Well, I'm thinking, shit, he' about to pass away mm-hmm. and eat up Cynthia. That's chomp, what I'm thinking too. Chomp her ass but up. I felt real bad for him. But then they they the, the they, camera lowers down, hands to, down underneath the bed first of all i didn't know what the hell was going on me too i was like what the fuck is this freak doing up underneath well his first bed? of all when the camera start going lower i thought well what the hell you know nick is laying up under this man's hospital bed with done put that morphine drip in his foot, foot. and just laid out laid out getting high, high. I said, oh, that's hell so no. That's fucked up. That's fucked up, but that's real. That's real. That was real. I, I was, I was, I was rolling. People, I said, oh, hell no. No wonder his ass don't need no pills. Thank you. He didn't want her on funky ass pill. Oh, he my He had him goodness. a straight morphine drip. Straight morphine drip. And wait, mm, I mm, was sitting mm. there thinking, well, a lot of people have been saying this is not how a junkie would act in the last few episodes because he would have mm-hmm. knocked her upside the head for them pills. Mm-hmm. He would have been ransacking everywhere for them pills. Mm-hmm. Now we see he had now his we own see. stash. He had his own little private stash. Now what he messed up in is he could he should have been taking them pills and stockpiling uh-huh. them so she wouldn't be suspicious. Exactly. You know, yeah. He wasn't worried about no. all that. And, and that was, But that's also appropriate for a junkie. They don't be thinking ahead like that. You know, he didn't anyway. Oh, that was shocking though. That was really that, shocking. Yeah. I didn't see that shit coming. Uh-uh, that, that was, was good. good. That was good. Mm-hmm. That was good. That was good. So we get to, um, Travis, the little meeting with the army. Yeah. And commander Moyers. Moyer is talking about, Hey, we are infection free for the, for a six mile perimeter around the gates, mm-hmm. which is great. We are one of 12 safe zones, so you should all be happy that you're in your own neighborhood and living in your own houses. Because mm-hmm. people were kind of complaining, what about the life? Yeah, what but them people, the hey, them people mm-hmm. didn't seem that happy to me. They, they were asking questions like, yeah, but where did everybody else go? Yeah, Where'd you take them other people? Where is that? Yeah. What, what facility? When we going to get this? When we going to get that? Yeah. And that's when he said, look, y'all mm-hmm. should be happy you in your own neighborhood. Mm-hmm. We still going to have a curfew. You still can't go out to the DZ. I guess that's the disaster zone. Mm-hmm. You still can't do this, this, and that. And these people are like, wait, uh-uh. Wait, I- we, we ain't <laughs> liking this shit. <clears throat> uh-huh. So, um... That basically ends the meeting, and then we pan over and we see Ophelia flirting with one of the, the army people, mm-hmm. and they're giving one their of the names. Guardsmen. Yeah, mm-hmm. obviously to get their supplies. Mm-hmm. So she's like Ophelia Salazar. Mm-hmm. He's like, can you spell that? She's like O F E. Oh my gosh, it was too much. I was like, really, Ophelia? She had a purpose though. She did have purpose mm-hmm. though, didn't she? Mm-hmm. So then, but you don't know that at first. Not at first, you don't. And then, um, uh, Alicia's Alicia looking at her, looking at her and, and laughing, laughing like, like mm, Lord, look today. at her working it, working it. Mm-hmm. At first, I'm thinking, oh, this girl's working it. Mm-hmm. She's working it. <clears throat> so then we show, uh, excuse me, and then we see Officer Moyer talking to Travis. Say, hey, Mister Manawa, come on over here. You know. Uh, the Thompsons, don't you? He's like, Doug? He's like, yeah, I don't barely know him, though. He's like, well, I need you to come mm-hmm. talk to him because he refuses to get seen and checked out. And I thought this was weird. Travis is looking all, like, weird and start talking about, I don't even know him. I've only talked to him once. Said, well, I barely, I barely know, know him. him. He says, you know, something about, 
uh, I helped him restore this this something something car. And the and <laughs> I like that Commander Moyers. He said, "Oh, and you a muscle head? And you did, okay? Well, y'all don't give a shit. Can you talk to him or not?" <laughs> <laughs> That was funny. I said, yeah, I get it. to the point. He said, look, you're going to talk to him or not. Either you go in there and talk to him. Are we going to have to force and and, and calm him down, or I'm going to have to go in there and take him down. Right. I thought, oh, shit. Yeah. But, hey, <clears throat> you know, so, so Travis went in there. Now, now, I was confused like you because as soon as he went his ass in the house and got over the what he says, hi, Maria. He knew her. Thank you. And she said, Doug, Doug. I thought Doug would hear, it would take it from someone he knows because he really, really knows, likes Because he really likes me. Now, how are you going to be like, you don't hardly know him, but you know the effing so wife's name. I take it like Travis said that because he didn't want to get involved. That's what I think. I guess. I think he said that because he just didn't want to be involved. I guess. You know. That was not but communicated. That was contradictory. Thank you. And it wasn't yeah. communicated well. Yeah. Which they should have had him saying, you know, I don't really want to get into anybody's business. Exactly. I just got in trouble from my girlfriend. But she's mad exactly I'm you know cause but she to talk- say well i don't really know him know him that well and then he'd walk in the house and hey maria how you doing hey doug where's he at what's up hey doug you gotta do it for your family man <laughs> and i didn't this to me didn't make sense either doug didn't make sense mm-hmm. doug sitting in there looking fucking f- scared Worse than a little black girl in the church in true blood worse did you notice that yeah looking terrified worse, worse. and I'm thinking, okay, what the F are you so terrified? Of course, everyone's terrified. I don't know what to tell them. I don't know what to tell them. What am I going to say? We ain't going to make it. I don't know. And it, Travis is telling them. It, well, tell them everything's okay. Yeah, but everything ain't okay. Well, who gives a fuck? As long as you know you ain't infected. What, what, what's what the you, point? Thank you. What's the deal? I didn't quite get it. I didn't get that shit either. But it was just a setup for the other stuff. Because... And I didn't get the other shit either. Because yeah. then I'm thinking, okay, does he think he's infected and that's why he doesn't want them to test him? Why wouldn't you let them test? I just didn't get that. I didn't get it And either. then, wait, how come everybody, all the kids was all, uh, what do you call it, roped up? They was had gloves on, mm-hmm. taped on. They had the hazmat gear. The wife uh, had gloves on. Mm-hmm. Travis didn't have no gloves on. Okay. Now, this was another thing. When... The commander was saying to Travis, you, you, okay, you need to talk to uh, this Doug Thompson, blah, 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 blah. And he says, he said something about put the gloves on because everybody got gloves or something. But Travis just, and this was confusing to me. Travis just walked in the house. He's looking over and see everybody in the hazmat gear, you know, testing keep, stuff and this, that, and the other. And he just kept walking. He didn't mm-hmm. say, okay, give me some gloves. Where are my gloves at? Yeah, nothing. I know. Now, he didn't touch him, but still, that ain't the point. That ain't the point. Everybody got on gloves, including the man's wife. But your ass gonna walk up in there in the bathroom in close proximity. I didn't know this motherfucker like I said I didn't know him. I'd have me some gloves, a mask. But the whole point is, everybody had it on. I know. And you're going into the bathroom. That's the smallest room in the house. Uh, and you don't have no gloves or no mask or nothing. I just didn't get the I didn't whole get it. thing. First yeah. of all, you don't know him, but you do. 
You don't want to <laughs> get involved, but you are. And apparently for the last nine days, since Mad- Madison's pissed at you, you've been out and about all day instead of home helping her clean. Evidently. So now all of a sudden you don't want to get involved with something. Evidently. Then this fool's acting all scared. You don't know why he's boo. And not even that he's saying he's scared, which is, I would have understood that better mm-hmm. than what am I going to tell my family? They keep asking me what's going on. And if everything's going to be okay, mm-hmm. just tell them yes. Or you don't know. I didn't get it. So then the next thing we see Doug's getting tested mm-hmm. and Travis leaves. Yep. And okay. All right. Okay. So then Alicia comes home from the um, Getting meeting the mm-hmm. with her wagon pulling all the shit. She sees Madison and Chris Payton. This so is what I want to know. What this bitch got on? She had on, what did she have on? Some kind of dress skirt She had on thing. this little mini dress with the, with the jean jacket. Well, it was like a shirt dress with a jacket. I said, anyway, oh, that ain't even the issue. Mm, mm, she, mm. she goes over to the trans house, breaks through the little barricade to go in there. And obviously, like what I said last week, she noticed those pills and that teacup. Mm-hmm. It wasn't Nick that was looking at them pills because mm-hmm. it was empty. It obviously was Susan. She goes in the bedroom and sees this little picture that she drew for Susu. And so obviously she's grieving for Susan who helped raise her. And I think it's because out of all this shit, still her mama ain't said nothing to her. Anywho. Well, I, I did not like the fact that she broke into that house and went in there and was looking through her shit. I didn't like that. No, but they're doing that because it's obviously they're familiar with the house. You've been over there. No, they doing it because we needed to know what the fuck was in the letter. Well, that too. But I think they're trying to show the fact that that relationship, which we already knew last week, Mm -hmm. but that they were like family, those two families. Anyway, so she goes over there. She finds the letter. She reads it. She starts crying. Mm. We don't know what's in the letter, but I'm assuming it means I done killed myself. (laughs) 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 Oh, gosh. Well, okay. So at the very end, we find out because she's reading it out loud. Yeah, we find out later. Anyway, so then while they're, after they get done painting, Chris is trying to talk to Madison and he's like, I try to show my dad this picture or this Mm -hmm. video. And she, and he's like, I I want you to watch. She's like, well, why don't you show your dad? And I'm thinking, well, damn, that's rude. Well, but hey. She she don't want to be bothered either. Right. She was busy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. She, she. This is the way I, I took it. She don't really want to like the kid because Liza is his mama. Yeah. But she likes the kid, though. I guess. You see what I'm saying? That's what I think. She likes him better than she likes Alicia. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, but at that moment, she didn't want to be bothered. But then when he said that, she, you, you know how she is. not Okay, well. And when she looked at it, then she thought, oh, shit. But, of course, she still doesn't acknowledge anything. He's like, you see it, don't you? And she just looks at him. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this woman, this woman is awful. Yeah. Now, okay, I'll get to that later. So he shows her the video. Then we get over and we see Ophelia canoodling with the officer. She's kissing him. Kissing on him. They in, make it out. In a truck. He's trying to get serious and hook her bra and shit. She's like, no, no, no. Hold up, hold up, hold up. And then she gets to what she really won't. Uh, did you get the medicine? Did you get the medicines? That medication? Says, for my well, mama? No, nah, I really couldn't. My she mama's said, sick. 
My mama really needs that man. He said, yeah, but they got it all locked down. And then I realized, oh, she playing this stupid she, fool. She's playing him. He's like, you oh. make me think there really is still good left in the world. She's mm. like, well, of course. Mm. I was like, oh, Lord. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Damn. But at least she had an angle. At least she had, yeah, she had a purpose for that. She shit. had a purpose. She wasn't just trick hoeing. <laughs> <laughs> Had a she had a destination in she mind. She had a Give purpose. Give me some medicine for my mom. I'm like, well, then you need to start breaking into somewhere because if my mama's sick, I mean, we ain't gonna be hooking up when my mama's sick. I mean, <laughs> what you gonna yeah, do? I would have laid that shit on. I can't fit. concentrate on hooking up with you exactly. if I'm worried about my mama my being mama. sick. Now she didn't work that shit right. I know because I would have. Hey, I would have had that medicine. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you know, we got the school this curl on how to get hey, if you wasn't really she didn't really want to get no medicine from her mama. Exactly. Because if she did, she, she would have worked that shit. Honey, nine days. It's been nine, nine days. days. Shit. I would have had that medicine. Had that shit mm-hmm. locked down. Okay. <laughs> 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 and I know Bunny know what we talking about. <laughs> Don't you, Bunny? Oh, yes, Lord. <laughs> oh, Lord. Anyway. <sighs> the next scene is ignorant. Very ignorant, in my opinion. Well, it was totally unnecessary. She got the, Especially okay. Especially because of the actress. Well, they supposedly just had sex in the car in the garage. Yeah. Because where else are they going to do it with a house well, full of people? Well, with a house full of people. And she got the same exact expression <laughs> on her face <laughs> that she done had the whole previous three episodes. Yes. Which and they is don't a, have which no is a, chemistry at all. Which is, a, which is a jacked up face anyway. Like, she's always pissed or smelling something funny. Yeah. Smelling something funny. Now, you just yeah, supposedly yeah, yeah. had sex with your boyfriend that you love, supposedly. That you supposedly love. And mm-hmm. he's all like, ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We should make up more often. And then, hey, she or done. Fight. Wait a minute. She done. She opened the car door, sitting there, putting on her cl- clothes and shoes and Get shit. ready to go. And he said, uh, 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 well, where, where you going? Where you going? Just she stay said, stay with me for a little bit. And what did she say? I got things, things to, to do. do. <laughs> <laughs> Like, your shit wasn't satisfied to me, so I got to get no, on up and go work. Well, that's what it said to me. That could have been it. And I think that's the way he took it. He's like, what? Well, wait. No, it could have been that. But to me, it's shit. like, okay, we done we done did it. I'm still pissed at you. Mm, and mm, let's mm. keep it moving. Now, if he would have been doing it right, she would not have oh. been uh, uh, putting on her shoes and shit. Talking about, I got shit to do. I don't think that's it. Oh, Lord. I think she was salty. Mm, mm, mm. I think she was salty and she's she's still pissed off. She's still, you know, mad that he's, whatever the hell she says, gallivanting around the city or whatever. And she starts that same <clears throat> old argument and stuff. And But she does say, you know, um, have you heard somebody, some woman, whoever she's named, heard that the soldiers aren't really going, looking like they were? And what about the... The phones, they're supposed to turn the phones on by now. And she said, and, and I know that woman is, whatever her name was, is a gossip, but you know, there's something to that. And that's when she said, they haven't turned phones back on or nothing. Yeah. And then he's talking about, well, you know, you need to probably pay more attention to Alicia and Nick. No, or, he, no, no, no. Or something like no, that. No, what he said was, 
He says, no, I didn't. He says, what's up with you? And she starts going into that. He goes, no, no, no. I didn't mean that. You. What's up with you? Mm-mm. And he says, all you do is stay around the house. That's true. Clean and watch Alicia and Nick like a hawk. Yeah. And she says, well, since we given parenting advice, let me tell you about showers. Why don't you? Uh, uh, well, before, wait a minute. Let me just make this one <laughs> point oh, before that. When he says you watch them like a hawk, she says, Nick needs to be watched. Mm-hmm. Didn't say boo shit about Alicia. That's because she don't need to be watched. She don't need. She don't care. She don't care. This child over at this damn neighbor's house all day. Nobody said where Alicia at. Yeah, and poking holes in her arm and shit. Well, that's later. That's the next mm, day. Well, but that's... but ain't nobody. I mean, she don't. Anyway, I just thought that was Jack. Nick needs to be watched. Well, what she, about Alicia? She says that all the time. I know. Anyway, so then, yeah, he goes, she says, well, yeah, while we're giving parenting advice, you need to pay more attention to Chris. Mm -hmm. He's like, what do you mean? I do. That's all I do. All day. She's like, no, positive attention. Now, that's the first damn thing that said made sense that she done said yet. Mm -hmm. The first thing out of four episodes. Once again, she's having an argument with him. She got the same facial expression on her face. Same. Same thing. It is getting so annoying. annoying. And even later. When she goes, she sneaks off into the town and stuff and encounters all these, de- she got the same exact Well, expression. at least at that point, the expression made sense. Mm. You know, a little bit. It's really getting tedious. It's the actress. It's the actress. Yeah, she well. has, she doesn't have range. And I don't know how the hell somebody said, I mean, when you auditioned her, did you tell her to look scared, sad, <laughs> mad, happy? <laughs> Evidently and you didn't not. see the same face. Evidently Maybe she's not. better in person. Like I keep wondering how certain people are always getting movies, in the, but in the movie they're, they they're suck. Not, yeah, and I think it's because in person when they're seeing these people, mm-hmm. they have they have um, what do you call that charisma or whatever. But mm-hmm. on film, it don't translate. I cannot imagine she having charisma. Thank you. No. Mm-mm. So then, at this point, All right. um, Maria, who's the wife of Doug. Comes running that they're and not knocking friends on the door. With, but they seem to know where the fuck they live, don't yeah. they? Mm-hmm. What? Uh, uh, Doug's gone. Doug's gone. What's wrong? Doug's gone. And then she goes. Wait a minute. This woman goes, has the nerve to say, what did you say to him? Yeah. Like it's his fault. Bitch, you called my ass <laughs> over there to talk to your own motherfucking husband because you couldn't get his ass out. Obviously, oh, your God. shit wasn't working and you called me. And now you're going to have the nerve to say what you say to him? I said, I oh, thought no. that was uh, messed up too, yeah. That, no, this mm-hmm. chick didn't. So then he <laughs> says, well, I'll go find him. I'll go look for him. I'll go look for him. He can't be far. Mm-hmm. So this, mm-hmm. I was, I was confused because as Travis goes uh, lurking and plus then he tells her the curfew, it's curfew. She's like, well, they could shoot me. I don't care. He's gone. So then Travis goes, risks himself after curfew to look for this fool. Well, it was, no, he said, let me walk you home. So he walked her home. I took it like he waited till the next day. Cause it was just getting no, like, it was, morning. no, it was, it was dark. And then, yeah. So he, he sees this dude's car, apparently the same car that he helped him fix. Yeah. It's one of the muscle cars. At the end, at the edge of this fence, door open, ain't nobody in there. And he's looking all like, what the F? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, what happened? Did he climb the fence? 
Did he try to escape the zone? Left his family there? Really? That's what you do when you're freaked out? Uh, the army got him. Well, yeah, but... And I have a feeling, in my opinion, the army got him as he was fleeing yeah. the premises. Probably. And that's why the doors jacked Shot him up. Yeah. Uh, the doors just left open and stuff because the army got him. Yeah. He didn't get away. No, he didn't get he away. He did not get away. No. So that's the way I took it. I don't know, though. That just doesn't make sense. If you're mm. that freaked out, I mean, I don't know. They just, I don't know. Anyhow. Well, but 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 Travis does, uh, like that morning, he he does question that Commander Moyers. Well, and, and, and he does ask him about it. Well, same night, though, same night before the next morning, Madison, while he's out gallivanting looking for this fool that he don't know, but he's going to go look for, she goes up on the roof with a flashlight. Yeah. Because during that conversation in the garage, she says, well, Chris showed me and I've seen it. Mm-hmm. He's like, and Travis says, why are you encouraging him? You know his imagination. Mm-hmm. And so she goes up to the roof with her flashlight. She starts flicking her flashlight and then they, whoever it is, flashes her back. Flicking back. Flicking back. <laughs> So the next morning while Travis is talking to the Moyer dude, she runs to the edge of the fence somewhere. Well, she sneaks out the fence. Yeah. Cut with some cutters. Mm-hmm. She got tools in the garage. But wait a minute. Now, I didn't think of this, but somebody on Twitter that night mm-hmm. was like, what the fuck she doing? She's now she's done creating an opening for them motherfuckers to come in. And I was like, Ooh, that's a good point. Ooh, but you know what? That's a good point. That's a good point. However, these zombies ain't like the walking dead zombies where they hoard and then they push up on stuff. Not, Not yet. yet. Not yet. But they out there somewhere. Right. But think about it. It make perfect sense that she would cut the fence. She don't know that shit. No, no, no. But true. She don't know that shit. There was, there was nothing. There is a fence for a reason. Right. But there's nothing in her world to tell her if I cut the opening in this fence, some shit going to come in. All she's worried about is getting out and getting back in. Well, anywho. So it was a good point. It it was, I didn't think of it, but it was a good point. So she, I'm thinking, but what's she going to do? Who, where's she going? She wanted to see. So she goes out and she sees. And I'm assuming it's just like their their closest little neighborhood. She sees all these flyers up, missing persons up, flowers, pictures of people that are obviously missing, mm-hmm. um, uh, flyers, but there ain't nobody walking around, ain't nobody talking, ain't no cars driving, nothing. So she ran, she comes around the street, walks up the street, there's all this trash and shit in the street. She starts walking and all of a sudden she's like, oh, the smell hit her. And as they pan the camera around, you see all these bodies laid out in the middle of the damn street. I mean, just willy-nilly in the street. Well, they're not all in the street. Some on the sidewalk, some against a building. They're just they're they're just laying wherever they dropped them. Wherever. Wherever they shot them. And she sees this one dude in the middle of the street with a gun next to him. <coughs> right. Now, she walked right past the gun. Me, I probably would have picked it up. I would have picked up the gun. Even if I didn't know how to use exactly. it. Exactly. But, but she know how to use a gun. But I would have picked up the gun. Yeah. So then she That would have been the first thing. Especially first. seeing all them dead people, I would have thought, oh shit. Shit. Uh, yeah, I would have got that gun. Especially knowing what I had to do to Artie. Yeah. So the, anyway, she hears some noise and sees over the hill some army people coming. A she, tank. A There's t- a motherfucking tank coming down the street. 
So she runs with army dudes flanking it. She ducks behind this car and then gets up underneath it to hide. Mm. And right next to it is this dead body. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, look, you, Hey, you there now you got to, but if you notice, and I was trying to, and I rolled it back so I could make sure the reason why those bodies were laying around on the street and were not animated. They all had a headshot, right? They all had a headshot. All of them. Mm-hmm. And ain't none of them was walkers. None of them. Nair. Nair one. Thank you. Mm-hmm. That's what I noticed. Mm-hmm. So as they're, <clears throat> the soldiers are walking past her. She's, you know, cringing and shit. But they scan in the area. Scanning. They looking. They hunt. Now she was smart on that instant. She was smart there. Duck down. Cause you and, know. And she put her head down. Left, pretend like she did. Yeah, because the they of. just got done talking about, we've checked the perimeter for six miles. Exactly. Everything is cool. Everything is cool. But then you cool. come out the perimeter and you see bodies in the street. There's yep. something wrong. Here. Yeah. So, um, so they, that part was good. That part was interesting. Mm-hmm. So, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, Oh, so then, yeah, Travis, he talks to the Moyer dude. You already know the Moyer dude's shady. He says, yeah, oh, yeah. we he's found shady. Doug last night. He's fine. We took, he's, he, he needs extra care than we can give him. So we took him to this facility. Yeah, headquarters. That's and what Travis's like, you were not going to tell his wife nothing? He's like, I know social worker. That's your job, Mr. Mayor. Which he got a point. But still, he hey, could have sent somebody but to But we say, know he's saying that because he's lying. Right, lying. So Shit. then, uh, he says, well, my son, and then I guess he felt like, hmm, something ain't right with this shit. Let me see what he say about this. He said, so Travis says, my son, my said son he Chris saw said somebody. he saw a light over on, mm-hmm. on in the city in the hill. Mm-hmm. And the Moyer, he goes, well, uh, and he went, uh, <laughs> well, uh, what happened was, <laughs> he told another lie, lie, mm-hmm. and he could tell. Okay. He's like, well, uh, we've checked everywhere. There ain't nobody out there. Yeah, there's nobody out there. And, and Travis like, of course. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Forget I said. He's like, I said, I already forgotten. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He sure did, didn't he? And went on playing went golf. Went on golf. Golfing. Mm. Okay, the next scene is, is good because that's when we're introduced to what really is going on. We get to see this Dr. Exner. Ooh, there's some shady shit. Shady. Okay. Uh, Liza goes over to check on Hector Shame. and <laughs> she walks in the house, Cynthia, Hector, Cynthia, Hector, so and ain't nobody answering nothing. She go in that room. That room is Clint, 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 ain't nobody in there. Ain't nobody there. And she just getting ready to turn around and go out and then here comes Cynthia and this Dr. Axner behind her. Oh, hi, Liza. I was just going, I, I just going to be looking for you. It, oh, it's just so wonderful. Hector's getting the care he's going to need. Right. Mm. And here comes, I've been telling Dr. Exner all about you. All about you. you. And so Liza's looking hinky again. Well, but we find out why. We find out why. Yeah. She been lying. She ain't no nurse. For real. Ain't no nurse. Which, I guess we knew. We kind of knew she wasn't. But I'm wondering But I don't even think she's been, she's going to school with it. So therefore, I think she was probably like in the office or somewhere else, but she was obviously working in the hospital. You think she even was doing that? Yes, she was working in a hospital or in a doctor's office. That's Maybe. why she knew all that yeah. stuff. And I, and I know she wanted to be a nurse. Exactly. She wanted to go to school. But to I don't even nurse. think she was in school yet. Maybe she not, was but just, she knows enough. Right, but she was absorbing stuff. Well, that's why the woman told her, you know. You're good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She's like, keep I have pretending. six people who told me that they are alive because of you. Because of you. So uh, why don't you keep pretending? Yeah. 
But, well, she, but she wanted to let her know, number one, I know you're lying. Thank you. Number two, what you did out in the field, like field dressing was really good. Save lives. And, and smart thinking. Right. So number three, yeah, we could use your skill even though you lying, so just keep it up. Right. I see. And I thought, yeah. oh, poor thing. I know. And her face, she was like, uh, well. Uh, I felt uh, sorry for Cynthia, though. I just though. told her that because I needed her to trust me so I could help. Yeah. I felt sorry for Cynthia, though, when that Dr. Exner said, would you mind uh, letting us talk in private? She said, oh, yes, because I got to go back anyway, because I'm going with him. Shit. Well, she is going with well, him. Well, I know, but we know they ain't going to no hospital. Oh, they might be going to a hospital, but uh, mm. as soon as some the person dies, you know, they're going to have to take care yeah, of it. Yeah, that's true. Um, So then... I kept thinking this woman just looks a little bit too cool for too cool for scoops. Don't she? Shit. And I'm thinking, pretend some more because you mm-hmm. want to know who all my patients are and snatch their Absolutely. ass. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But so the next thing we know, she's over. Uh, uh, Doctor Exner with Liz is over checking out Nick. No, no, no. Griselda. Oh well, Gr- Griselda. Griselda. Yeah. Talk about. Um, <clears throat> well, it's not your fault. Yeah. You didn't have any antibiotics, so this is what was going to happen. She right. needs to have surgery care. now. Yeah. We're going to need to take her to our facility. Mm-hmm. And Daniel's like, where's it at? Where, what's, you know, what's the deal? How far it going to be? Mm-hmm. How long is she going to be? When surgery going to be? 15 minutes from here. Mm-hmm. It's not that far. He's like, I'm going with her. She's like, of course. She's, yeah. Did you see she's that? your wife. Yeah. I mm-hmm. thought, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, Lord. Poor Daniel. So anyway, then she go outside and is checking Nick at the pool, giving him a little checkup. And she says, oh, I hear you might need some methadone. Mm -hmm. He's like, oh, no, I'm cool. Yeah. And Liz is standing right up. Liza. I mean, uh, Liza's standing right up there. So he knew she told. But I like so funny. I liked it when when Travis Travis came walking up and he said, oh, hey. I love when Nick. I'm glad you're here. We could use you. And Nick say, yeah. Your Yo. ex-wife is a narc. <laughs> Your ex-wife is a narc. She told him I'm the drug fiend in the neighborhood. <laughs> the way Which is said, true. It's true, though. But, but the it's way true, he though. said it was so funny. Yeah. Your ex-wife is a narc. Is a narc. She told on she my told ass. told on me. And so then the Dr. Exner lets Travis know that, yeah, Miss Mr. Ramirez has Sounds gone to... Oh, yeah. To the Hector. facility. Yeah. Hector has gone to the facility and his wife is going with him. And we're going to be taking Griselda no, Dr. too. Dr. Exner didn't say that. It was Liza. Well, Liza. She says she's here because she's getting people the care they need, like Mr. Ramirez. And so and that's when Nick, Nick, perked, Nick up. perked up. He went, oh, shit. And so the doctor said, uh, yo, you, your heart rate just increased. Mm-hmm. Nick played that shit off good. Off good. <laughs> I was hooping. Like, I well, said, you're a very attractive, attractive woman. woman. Mm-hmm. I thought, you go ahead, boy. Go, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> he might be a dope head, but he a smart thinking dope head. Well, he was in that moment. Yeah, he was. That was fun. That was good, though. That was a good save. That was a good save. So then we get a brief uh, scene of Alicia. I don't know whether she's back at the trans house or she just stayed over there. She uh, she, she stayed over there. I think she stayed yeah, over there. She Which stayed over there. You, ain't nobody been looking for ain't her Ain't nobody ass. been looking for her See? ass. That, ain't that terrible? That's Anyhow, terrible. And she is basically doing a... 
<laughs> a homemade tattoo tattooed but, on that little heart that her boyfriend drew but she's punching holes in her well, that's what a tattoo is well, i know J. but it's just nasty oh well, yeah and it's bleeding and shit well mm, mm, it does mm. do that but she, it, i don't think it was bleeding as much as she was using red ink well that could be too but that's what it is it's basically needles getting pushed under mm-hmm. your skin with ink on it mm, mm, anyway mm. Um, so she's trying to tattoo that heart that he drew because it's starting to fade. Mm. Shit, it's been nine, ten days now. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, so she's she's doing that, and, and we know they don't bathe. So hey, <laughs> what I said? We know Why do they you don't, know they don't bathe? Cause they got the same shit on. Well, no, she has different clothes. She on. has different clothes, and yeah. I'm sure they were cycle after ten days. You'd recycle your clothes by then anywho so um madison <laughs> comes in the house and daniel is there and he's like where you been no oh yeah 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 in her house in, in her house she Daniel's comes asking home. where you been yeah where you so been she at? tells him i went outside the, the perimeter, perimeter. Mm-hmm. he's like what'd he's you a, see what'd you see yep and she reluctantly told him but at least she told him i saw infected people they were shot but then I saw regular folk and they were shot too. No, she said they weren't infected. Yeah, she said. most of the people she saw weren't infected. Yeah, she said they weren't infected, but they were shot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bodies all strewn out, shot, but they weren't sick. And then he told her this little story about when he was a kid. Yeah, basically. Same thing. Government people came and snatched up some people in there. And said they town. were going, going to work for a new job. Yep. They and were all going to work. They said they would come back. Mm-hmm. And he said when he was, he was fishing in the river and he said, yeah, they came back all at once, all at once, all around me, all around floating me. down a damn river. He said, and it was at that point I knew my father was a fool. Well, cause he said, my father said my, uh, that men do these things not because of evil, but because of fear. Well, he said to forgive them because men do these things. Right. Mm-hmm. He said, they do these things not because of evil. They do evil because of fear. And he said, that's when I knew my daddy was a fool. Because there ain't no difference between the two. Thank you. Boop. Boop. <laughs> <laughs> and I agree, too. There's no difference. He, this is the interesting part, though, of this scene. This is the only time. Well, okay. Um, he says, when it happens, it's going to happen quick. So yep. you need to be prepared. Yep. He says, now, I need to go with my wife to this hospital. And when I'm gone, when shit kick off. He didn't say it that way. But, right. you know, I need you to take care of Ophelia for well, me. Well, he said, if I don't come back. Right. I need you to take care of Ophelia for me. And did you hear what Maddie said? Yes. Well, now. Irritated me. But she's a grown woman. She's a grown woman. What I'm going to do. It's like everything anyone says, she's always got to say something mm-hmm. fucking opposite. And she had the same exact look on her face. Of course, notice. the same the same thing. And he said, just promise me you'll do it anyway. Thank you. And she agreed, but she had the same look on her face. Belligerent. Mm-hmm. Apparently, she can only look after her adult druggy son yeah that's the only adult not even her daughter who ain't even grown yet ain't even an adult yet thank you Mm -hmm. then he says keep your son close so don't say shit about her daughter no because he obviously don't acknowledge the daughter either well but he knows she's (sighs) self-sufficient she is self-sufficient they really need to address that That they really do awful because they They need to have them have a fight where Madison says something about the, or excuse me, where um, Alicia says something about, yeah, and you never know what the fuck I'm doing. It's always about Nick, Nick, Nick. Yeah. And that's why she's 
you know, always off to the side. That, they need to have that acknowledged. They do not even acknowledge that she exists. No. Nobody does. Her ass been over next door. Ain't nobody knows <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> she ain't even been home. I know. She and ain't nobody home. knows shit. Nobody asks nothing. <sighs> so next scene we have she's Nick. talking to the okay. other dude's son more than she talked to her own next scene we have let's move now on that's trick motherdom anyway i don't know we need to come up with a word for that the next scene nick is over at the ramirez house and he is ransacking the place looking for some <laughs> shit because i guess he figured well since she had that morphine drip over there maybe she left some stuff right so maddie comes in okay so before you say I'm just going to say this. <laughs> I don't like Maddie. Ain't you like her? <laughs> I know. It's really almost from the beginning. But this was the best. Best scene she scene had. Ever. This was the best scene she I had. I turned a corner because and actually liked her. Well. And her facial expression matched. It matched. Because what needed to happen in this scene. Yep. Go she ahead. catches him ransacking the place. And she is just. No, wait. She's just looking at him. He goes, well, what'd you expect? With his little smart ass mouth. Yeah. And she just looks at him and he's like, what? Like with the attitude? She beat the crap out of she him. She tore his she, ass up. Wait a minute. She and not like, only hit him, she beat him the down. The funny part about it was the first slap, because it looked like it really did kind of hurt. She hit him hard. The first slap, his facial expression was, I know. Like, it was like, what the what? fuck? She hit me. She hit, like, it, this don't never happen. So he was like. So shocked and stunned, he but couldn't she even do kept nothing. Him. She kept hitting him, saying, "You don't even know." She beat him to the floor. You have no idea. She, you have no idea. As she's whooping his ass, she beat him. To and the I floor. mean, he was crouching down, trying oh, yeah. to get away. It was funny because I mean, she she at that point she just went off. So then, when she got done slapping him upside the head and knocking him up into the wall, she walks out. And then they show him sitting in the corner. He crying too. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was the funniest. Hey. I had to rewind that shit for five hey, times. That shit hilarious. hurt. That shit hurt. He crying too. It was hilarious. I loved it. He that needed was the to be best beat. moment with yeah. this woman yet. And it's that is time. a shame. Yeah. That it's that about it time. took her having to whoop his ass for me to like her. Whoop his ass. She but he needed his, his ass, ass whooped. First of all, he talking too much fucking shit. Mm-hmm. All the shit I done done for your ass and mm-hmm. you going to be talking shit to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And maybe now she'll turn a corner and let his ass yeah, just go. The no. best part was that night. Alicia <laughs> is knocking on. No, wait. She just walks in. Yeah. She walks and sees his face. No, no, no. She's knocking on the door to let him. She wants to get into Nick's room and he closes her out. Right, but she sees his face because she walks right. in. He's like, don't you knock? And she's like, what happened to your face? <laughs> and, she, and, and wait a minute. She had to threaten him. Uh, oh, you want do me to I, go get mom? Do I need to go get mom? Did you notice that? And he, he opened, opened that the door. door. <laughs> 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 no, because Travis come up and says, uh, uh, what, what, Nick, what? And, and, uh, Alicia said, look, Travis. Let me do it. Shit. No, she said, Travis, I got this. Mm-hmm. You know, she looked at him like, get the fuck on, you know? Yeah. And that's when she said, as soon as Travis walked on office, he's like, okay. Then that's when she said, uh, you want me to go get mom? 
And he opened the door. Yep. But I was dying laughing when she said, ooh, who no, did? No, face. she said, who did that to you? <laughs> That's when he started crying. That's when he started crying. And she's like, oh, it'll be okay. And she starts hugging him. Yeah, that was cute, though. <laughs> that was a cute scene. That was a cute scene. Yeah, I but like hey, that he scene. wasn't saying nothing, was he? Mm-mm. Wasn't doing that loud talking. No. No. No, he got beat down. <laughs> you snivel for a while when you get beat down. <laughs> that was so funny, though. Oh, my gosh. That was that hilarious. That was hilarious. Best part ever. But when she said, shall I go get mom? He opened that door like, right uh, away. No, don't get her. Oh, Lord, she have the mercy. She did this to me. Okay, and then poor little Maddie, though. She in the garage poor. drinking. Well, she's feeling bad because she had to beat down her, her drug-ass son. So she's sitting in the car drinking. Now, out of a coffee cup, but we know it ain't know no coffee. some liquor in there. Yeah, it's just some liquor in there. Ain't Straight no coffee. liquor. And she, she's kind of snibbling, you know. Yeah. And then she hears police and, and guards and stuff. And looking in from the door yeah. to the house. And, the and But then they hear the guardsmen coming and, and, and helicopter and shit. And so she goes to look. And they are coming Our, there to transport Griselda. Right. And... That was a whole chaotic scene. It was. It was a whole chaotic first of all, scene. You didn't need that did, many damn people. Well, and why were the guardsmen so antagonistic toward the people? That's what I didn't get. Because they only wanted the certain people they wanted. Yeah. He said we only got two names. And uh, Griselda Salazar and Nick Clark. Clark. Nicholas Clark. Yeah. And so they wasn't going to let Daniel go or nothing. Because no, that's how they've been, apparently, the guards. That's how they've been, mm-hmm. you know. And if mm-hmm. people are going to try to, you know, say, no, 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 this is wrong. This is wrong. What else are they going to do? Yeah. Push them back and say, I mean, no. they was manhandling. Every- I mean, you know, they did Griselda fine. You know, they, they was uh, put her on a gurney and stuff. And oh, was they manhandled out. the rest of them. They was manhandling the rest of them. And then when they grabbed Nick. Or, or he said, we only got two names because Daniel said, well, I'm going. He said, no, 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 your name ain't on here. Right. And then he called off the names. And, and so Alicia looked at Nick and said, run. <laughs> that was good. That was good. And but Nick was a little bit too slow, honey. He, hey. So on the uptake. He was too slow to run. They knocked his ass out. They knocked him to the ground and got knocked him. him. Knocked him down and got him. Hauled his ass off. So I then said, um, Maddie's trying mercy. to get to him. Of course, they don't let her. Of course not. Um, uh, whatchamacallit, Chris and the, and uh, Daniel Salazar is trying to run out. But, of course, they pointing the gun at him. Yeah. So Travis has to jump in front of them. He's like, look, it's a kid and an old man. What you doing? Yeah. You he don't said, need all he that. Said, this is our house. We in our own house. Yeah. You know. So then. Which I agree with him. Uh, damn. Y'all was kind of a, uh, you know, they just didn't need to be that aggressive. I, yeah. I didn't think. And then Liza's outside trying to get Griselda settled in the truck. And then she notices Nick coming out. She's like, wait, what, what, what's going on? I thought you were helping them. She said, look, look, I can, I can watch him. She says, I can He's help fine. him. He's fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dr. Exner's like, look, mm-hmm. we need help at the hospital. Mm-hmm. And these two's coming. So we need you to come with us to help out. Yeah. Now. I don't think she would have done that. She would not have she left, have left her son. However, she knew Chris was with his daddy. Yeah, she knew so he was okay. Is, and she had been leaving Chris alone 
with all it, day, uh, all day, every day right. to go help other people. True. So, so she has that calm. And he is like 15, 16. Whatever. So I think she would have said, hey, give me two minutes. Two so minutes I can to go, go say, say goodbye. goodbye to my son. But no, she waves at him from the window saying, don't worry. Back. Don't no, worry. Yeah, she, she mouth, don't worry. And he's looking at her like, mom, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Anyway, so she decides to get in the truck. Now, this is what did it. For Maddie, I think. <laughs> Not only did she see these guards men haul her son <laughs> off with God knows where they taking him, but she sees Liza jump in the back of the, the truck. truck where the patients were right. and go with them. Right. Oh, she was hot. Oh, she was hot. Again, this is the only instance but you know where what? her facial expression. I agree with Maddie. Yeah. Matched. Yeah. Yeah. So she come in the house. She come in the house mad. Looking pissed. Ooh. Which is how she looks all the time, but at least it matched the scene this but, time. And she gave Travis the most mean evil eye. Mugging. She was mean mugging. Mean mugging. And she said, Liza did. Liza, she did this. <laughs> did Wait a minute. Then she turned around and sashayed off. <laughs> she went back to the garage with her coffee cup. Yeah. Oh, she was hot. She was hot. And Travis is looking all like, what the fuck just happened? Mm-hmm. So next so thing then we get like a montage yeah. of Alicia with a letter on under the cover. She starts reading the letter from Susan to Patrick. Susan Tran, the, the one she yeah, got next Susu, door. Mm-hmm. Basically saying, I've seen something and I first, don't know where you at. Yeah. I don't know where you are, and but I've seen some things and I'm not going to end up like that. Yeah. Basically she mm-hmm. killed herself. Like we said last mm-hmm. week. She killed herself because she didn't know what the fuck was going on. She thought he was gone. Yep. And she didn't want to be without him and all that stuff. Well, she was a zombie first, though. But she didn't know killing herself would create, yeah. make her a zombie. That's the thing. Yeah. See, they didn't know yeah. that. They didn't know that. Um, And then yeah. Travis, they show Maddie sitting in the car drinking still. And they show Travis up on the roof. Up on the roof. It's dark. It's still nighttime. Looking all concerned and he's looking all confused worried, too. Confused and and then he sees the light. And wait, no, no, he hears. Well, he sees lights flashing, but the lights flashing are muzzle shots from a gun because you hear gunshots. Yeah, and then it gets dark. Yeah, so that tells you, hey, I, hey, my son saw some people out and there, and they went over there, and they went over there, they went over there, they went over there, killed them up. Yep. That's exactly it. Exactly what happened. Damn. They're just killing people now. Because, but no, no, no. And and the look on his face is not only did he realize what that was. Yeah. But also he knows that he's the one that told that Moyers. My son said he saw some flashing light over there. Right. So yeah. because of him. Right. Yeah. Well, they might have gotten to them people eventually, but no, nah, no, nah, but it was they, too quick. It was, the, it was the, the right the night. next evening. Right. Yeah. And that was gunfire. Gunfire. Yeah. Pow, pow. Pow. <laughs> <laughs> That's a mess. Ooh, but now this but was, see, this was a better episode than all the rest of it them. It was good. Yeah. It was good. It had a lot of stuff in it. I mean, it, uh, okay, let me preface that. It was good compared to the other. That's, yeah, that's what two, I mean. I'll say. All right. Okay. Okay, that was good. <clears throat> okay, well, we have some feedback. Of course. And um, let me get to that. Okay, our first uh, email for this episode 
is from Bruso. Hey, Bruso. Bruso, I think is how you say it. Okay. Um, <clears throat> all right. Um, all that Madison and Travis saw was Nick's drug dealer. Who would have been dead after all that happened to him, wriggling around on the ground? I think if I saw that, I would have fri- I would have tried to get him help. I wouldn't help him myself because he's already attacked me. By the time they found the girl at her boyfriend's house, they were very aware of a virus that could be deadly, and that was enough to get her away from him. I just don't get why they didn't tell her what they saw. Bruso. Mm. Yeah, thank, thank you, Bruso. Bruso. This is for episode two. Well, I kind of gathered Obviously. that. Yeah. Thank you, Bruso. Yeah, we've talked about the fact that that's a big, big hole in big. there that nobody's telling her nothing. Ain't nobody said shit. Mm-mm. But but that brings it back that, you know, after all the shit that they've seen and they experienced up to now, episode four, and this fool's still talking about things are going back to normal. Things are going to be fine. Travis. <laughs> no, Travis, that shit ain't going to be good. Ain't going to be normal. Ain't going to be good. <laughs> okay, our next uh, feedback is from Shalita, and it is a voicemail. Oh, hey, Shalita. So let's play that now. Okay. Hey, sisters and Sister Speak Nation. This is Shalita from Philly. Hi, Shalita. Uh, today's Fear the Walking Dead was all right. It was all right. It had its moments. Mm-hmm. You know, not many, because everybody's still acting stupid. But um, except for maybe Ophelia, because she was trying, you know, Get a little some some medicine for her mom. Exactly. So I ain't mad at her for that one. <laughs> but um, she didn't try hard. Enough. I don't know. It just eh, I'm watching it, and it's just eh, you know it's just eh. yeah, we know. But what are you going to do? It was alright. It was alright. Still want to smack <laughs> Travis. You need to get bit. Thank um, you. Chris is a little stupid too. Maddie. Oh my god! Why the hell she go over the wall? Mm, anyway. But I did like that beat down she laid on Nick. That yeah. was awesome. It was about damn time. Thank about you. Damn time. But I'm a little pissed at her blaming Liza. I'm like, your boy is a drug addict. He yeah. was up there stealing that man's freaking morphine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let them haul his ass away. Mm-hmm. All right. Damn. Anyway, it was all right. I'm, though I'm looking forward to next week because you know um, Daniel's about to wreck some shop there. He's going to get his wife back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh, ugh, it's just, these folks are so annoying. They're so annoying. Okay. Can't wait to hear the podcast. Thanks. Bye. Thank you, Shalita. Thank you, Shalita. I know. I think, yeah, I think Daniel's getting ready to get into Morgan mode or something. Yeah. He ain't going to let that shit slide. Yeah. He's not going to let it slide. And I think now, well, I'm hoping they they can still rectify this jacked up show. Yeah, they they can. Because what I'm hoping happens is that Travis is putting this shit together. Yeah. Along with Maddie being pissed that they snatched her son up. Yeah. And they start being suspicious. Suspicious of start, stuff. Yeah. And start trying to do mm-hmm. things on their own. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. That's, I mean, this Let's was a. I hope so. I, I hope so. Mm-hmm. I really do. And I just want to give a s- extra special shout out to Shalita. Yay! Rockstar! Rockstar Shalita. Woo! Who we need to have on another, on another uh, podcast. But um, she has been at Monster Mania Con in Philadelphia, yep. and she has gotten us some sound bites. And this, for Fear the Walking Dead in particular, she got us Tobias. Yeah. So let's play that now. Okay, cool. Hi, everyone. This is Lincoln A. Castellanos. I play Tobias on AMC's Fear the Walking Dead, and you're listening to Sister Speak Podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Oh gosh, 
y'all cannot wait until the walking dead and y'all hear all of don't don't oh well when y'all hear all All i guess you probably know yeah she already posted until you hear all the good stuff that Shalita has gotten got to for us. Yeah, and not just from oh. this con, from the one that you had back in, that you mm-hmm. went to in August. I tell you. I can't remember the name of it now. We don't know how you get them all to, to, to give Say you all to, that. Yeah, to give shout outs, but we appreciate it so yes, much, Yes, we do, Shalita. Very Love much. Love it. So, Shalita, we'll talk to you. We need to have you made on um, maybe the first episode of um, the Walking Dead podcast. Yeah. Talk about all of your little sound bites that you got us. Yeah. She could be our official co-host of the episode. Yeah, that'd be cool. It'd be very cool. That'd Thank be cool. you, Shalita. Thank you, Shalita. Love it. <laughs> so, Tobias, you're going to be in the front spot next Yeah, week. he sure will. Okay, our next feedback is from Joseph, and it is a voicemail as well. Okay. So let's play that now. Okay, cool. This is is me, Joseph from Las Vegas. (laughs) I really, really enjoyed this episode. Um, The beginning was pretty funny, seeing Travis running and then Nick in the nasty ass pool, but the music was like, I I was confused if this was a flashback or not. I know. It was just funny. Yeah. Um, But I'm pretty sure the funniest scene only I I only thought of it funny because I couldn't wait wait to listen to you guys react to it was when Madison kicked, kicked the shit out of Nick. <laughs> it was it was so he funny. Beat his ass. Um, but then that very last you know scene of them taking Nick and you know it, that was just terrible. It was bad. Um, yeah, it's pretty much it. Just two more episodes for this shit. Um, I just want to talk a little bit about the Emmys. Um, I'm glad that Viola Davis won. Yes. She really deserved that Viola. that award. Like that show had uh, can't wait. It's coming on Thursday. That it was just an amazing season, and hopefully it'll stay like that. You know, the show yeah, that happens when well, they don't already fucked it up. The, How do you know? Um, another cool thing, Game of Thrones finally won. Yes! But I feel like if they went, if they won the award last year, it would have had a little bit more of an impact because of how great Mm -hmm. season three, was it season three or season four? Whatever season Joshua died. It was season five, Joseph. Season four. Yeah, it was five. Yeah, season four. But he's saying four wouldn't Either way, good on them. And obviously Peter Dinklage, he won. Him switching, I think that was his wife, maybe. So cute. And then right in front of him was... Um, Cersei, Lena <laughs> Headley. Just getting long um, ass. Okay, Joseph. that's pretty much it, sisters. Bye. Thank you, Joseph. Thank you, Joseph. Damn, Sister J. Thank you, Joseph. Let him finish what he's saying. For that long ass voicemail. No, it was like a yes, minute it was and long 20 ass. seconds. I see the time right here. Mm. Joseph, I am glad you brought that up because, okay, I agree with you. I was very happy that Game of Thrones won. But I said, shit, this was one of the, not the best seasons, no, honestly. Season five wasn't. Mm-mm. One or two episodes were great. But, it, I mean, to me, it should have won season one, two, three, or even four. But that one- season with the red wedding should have won. That shit was awesome. People still talk first season could have won. That's true. Third season could have won. Exactly. Okay, then I'm loving that Peter Dinklage won because you know I love my Tyrion. <laughs> but we hardly saw his ass in season five. That's right. So I think what's going on is the fact that they're trying to catch that shit up. They're trying to catch it up. I mean, Viola Davis. She should have won for she, all the good work she does and yeah. everything that she's in. 
You know, that's well, why she should have won. But she should have won for for last season. I mean, that was totally appropriate because she played the fool out of that part. Annalise, she what's her last plays name? Ke- uh, Keating. 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 Yeah, she played a fool out that shit. Now, now I'm still catching up, so don't reveal nothing. All right, because anyway. But okay, hey, so pe- what? People on our Facebook group already know how I feel about the the premiere episode of season two. So hey, I won't say nothing else. Oh, I forgot it's already aired. Yeah, so it's already it's aired. Be jacked up. I won't go read. <laughs> oh Lord. Yeah. Well, I will. Uh, I'm, I'm almost done. Hopefully, Shonda don't go down the Lee Daniels path and fuck it up. Well, uh, Shonda does have an issue where she starts these shows, yep. and usually by the second season or the third, she's moved on to some other project, and the people that take over don't keep the same exactly. continuity and stuff exactly. so we know that shonda has this this issue mm-hmm. but i i love the show i'm i have like four episodes of last season that i'm trying to oh, catch you up need on. To hurry the hell up i am so i could catch up and watch Damn. hey look y'all know i'd be getting behind <laughs> yeah, quick on my show too. so anyway thank you joseph Okay, our next uh, feedback is an email, and it is from Lucy the Splainer. Hey, Lucy. Hey, Lucy. Hello, sisters and nation. I've been lurking during this show, just enjoying all the rage at this show's stupidness and lost potential. I know that's right. <laughs> lost potential. Your podcast of episode three, The Dog, was hilarious. <laughs> Please both say The Dog for us again. The Dog. The Dog. <laughs> The motherfuckers killed the dog. The dog. <laughs> I think what the funniest part I remember from last week was when we said, uh, I said, who, what's the name of the dog? And you said, the, the dog. dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of it. Oh, poor, poor dog. little thing. Mm-hmm. But I have to defend Maddie a little bit, as much as I hate to do so. Mm-mm. One, she can't make expressions with her face. As an actress over 25, she's probably had so much Botox. We are lucky she can, <laughs> <laughs> we are lucky she can talk and hold slobber in her mouth without drooling. <laughs> you know what? You might have that a point. That could be part of the it, problem. It, it, it could be. Because how old is she? I don't even know how well, old she is. But- um, I'm two, sure she, mm-hmm. she has to be frustrated. None of the men, quote unquote, in her household are doing much to help, except maybe Barbara Salazar. Chris is on the roof. Nick is floating in the nasty pool or stealing drugs from the neighbors. <laughs> her boyfriend is jogging instead of doing chores. What the dusty fuck? <laughs> Do some chores first, asshole. Then jog if you still need to burn energy. That's what I'm saying. Well, she could have told Nick to get his ass up. That's true. She could have. Out of that dirty, nasty water. Yeah. Tell him to go get the damn supplies. <laughs> Three. She did finally give Nick a beat down this episode. Not enough, but it was satisfying and overdue. <laughs> it yes, it was, honey. It was. Whoop that ass. <laughs> Thanks for the great podcast. Can't wait for a re- for the the real Walking Dead and Empire. Mm-hmm. Lucy the Splainer, Des Moines from Des Moines. Thank you, Lucy, Thank you, Lucy. for that email. <laughs> yeah, that beat down was the best part. It was part. good. It was the best it part. It was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We appreciate it, Lucy. Thank you. Okay, our next email um, is from, oh, actually, it's a voicemail, and it is from Derek. So hey, let's Derek. play that now. Okay. 
Hey, Sister King. Hey, Sister James. This Tom Merlin. Give my feedback for episode three. Man, Nick is a piece of shit. I didn't like he was coming off drugs at record time and all the while he was taking a dying man's morphine. This goes to show you that even during the zombie apocalypse, ain't shit bammers are still gonna be ain't shit bammers. Ain't that the truth? Three awards go to Maddie. She gets the worst makeup sex and pillow talk ever. <laughs> we gotta camp to see what the fuck is going on with no weapons. Yep. I mean, yeah. dang, she didn't have all she had was some boat cutters, cut the fence. And then walked around like, hey, you know, white privilege, white privilege. <laughs> the soldiers would have popped the cap in her ass, though, if they'd have caught her under that truck. They would have. They would have killed her. And then mm-hmm. award number three, uh, she's got the black mom trapped inside a white mom's body. She gets that award because she slapped the shit out of Nick and beat that ass. And I was, I was just partying when that happened. <laughs> and just as we thought, the soldiers went through, set up a camp, and, con- and made a controlled area. And took those they um they suspected of being infected like Patrick and they murked them. Yeah. They had nothing but uh a couple of zombies and then a bunch of uh, uh people who they just probably thought maybe be may be infected. They was, you know, shoot shoot yeah. first, ask questions later and yep. kill them all. And what up with my man Daniel Salazar, aka Barbershop Dude. <laughs> he was right. You know, it's already too late, like he said in the last episode. Yeah. His love for his wife, Griselda, though, is going to blind him, though, because he's still going to go with them, even though he probably knows it's a trap. But, you know, it's his wife, and he loves her, so he's going to go with them anyway. But he also gave Maddie the heads up to let her know, and he'd be dropping them bars. He said, he said, uh, if it comes, he said, if it comes, it'll come quickly. So yep. you must be prepared. And I was like, damn, this dude be knowing. He knows. So I hope they don't kill him. I hope somehow he makes it through this. Thank you, Derek. Thank you, Derek, for that <laughs> voicemail. Yeah, that is so true, though. He Hopefully, does know. He has to survive because Travis's yeah. punk ass ain't going to be good for fucking shit. Yeah, he, he can't protect it. And Madison will be the only one, but hell, I can't hang with her face too long. <laughs> and unless she's whipping up on his ass every episode, you know I'm, gonna, I'm not going to make it. I'm going to have to look up and see and see how old she is because you know the botox could be an issue that you think yeah well it could be i don't know i I mean i think you could make an effort to do something yeah but hey botox look at well i I won't even go there i I won't even go there but anyway yeah botox yeah you can't move i guess i don't know Mm -mm -mm. thank you derek thank you derek Okay, our next feedback is from Zombie Mom. Hey, Zombie Mom. Hey, ladies. <coughs> Excuse me. Hey, ladies and fam. Love the last podcast. It was too funny. I haven't chimed in this season because I was waiting to see what happened. Fear of the Walking Dead just wasn't hooking me like the, the Walking Dead did. Nope. I like Chris this episode. He pays attention to things no one else notices. True. That is a valuable trait. That's if it doesn't get him killed by the military. I don't think they like nosy people. Mm -hmm. Uh, No. Looks like Liza is the new Andrea. Lord. (laughs) And I agree that Travis got Tyrese. I don't think Liza is the new Andrea. I don't think so. I don't think Liza She's not trying to get with nobody. She just wants to be helpful. You know? She she left her son. Yeah, but she left him with his daddy. Yeah, see. She left him with just just nobody. Yeah. When Maddie slapped... Uh, started slapping Nick upside the head. My husband and I both said out loud, it's about damn time. Yep. Laugh out loud. 
Only a true dope fiend would hide under some poor dying dude's bed <laughs> and steal his morphine. Damn. Mm-hmm. That is so fucking cold-blooded. That was good, though. Very cold-blooded. That was, yeah. I did enjoy the ending when Travis finally sees that there is a survivor in the DZ. What the hell is that? The dead zone? Well, but, there's no longer a survivor. But the, <laughs> <laughs> that but, was gun gunfire. But then sees the military gunning them down in the building. Mm-hmm. The cavalry, my ass. You better start trusting Mr. Salazar, dude. He's seen some shit. <laughs> How come people never listen to the people who've seen some shit? They never do. We've seen some shit. It's called experience and wisdom, <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. I think Scott Gimble should be brought in on the writing next season. The episodes he has done have been some fan favorites in the Walking Dead universe. He wrote so many memorable episodes like season two's Save the Last One with where Shane sacrifices Otis, pretty much dead already. Glenn tells the group about the walkers in the barn and they discover Sophia. That was a good one. 18 hmm. miles out, Shane and Rick try to get rid of Randall, the kid they had hostage in the barn. Who keeps up with who? who? Who writes each episode? A lot of people do. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Season three, Hounded. Merle kidnaps Glenn and Maggie and Michonne meets the group when she takes the formula to the prison. Clear, which I love. One of my favorites. So awesome. Don't even need to describe it. You don't clear, man. This sorrowful life. Merle kidnaps Michonne, lets her go, and tries to go after the governor and gets killed. And then Daryl has to put him down. Season four, The Grove, another one that doesn't need a description because it's so damn intense. A, The Ringleader, The Archer, The Samurai, and The Boy. That was good. And uh, season five, No Sanctuary, Carol Destroys Terminus, and the best reunion scenes ever with Carol and Daryl, Rick, Carl, and Judith, and Sasha and Tyrese. What happened? What's going on? Yeah, I know it was Tyrese, but it was all, it was well told. Eh. Mm. Erk. Mm. Um, and Conquer, Kung Fu Morgan, which was the last one. It takes a special magic to make a show that well. It takes a writer some ball with some balls to be twisted enough in the head to think of shit we never would have. But it also takes exceptional actors to bring out the emotions in the story. Andrew Lincoln, Denai Guerrera, Melissa McBride, Lenny James, Stephen Young, John Bernthal, Michael Rooker, and so on and so on. These are master craftsmen and women who make the special magic work. I just don't know if we are going to get that with Fear the Walking Dead. Uh, no, we ain't. If they put, if they pull in Gimple for the second season. You still reading? Yeah, she, this is a long ass email. Damn, zombie mom. mom. Damn. If they pull in Gimple for the second season, I think they will, they can make this work as another exceptional piece of art. You hear me, AMC, pull Gimple back in. It is redeemable if they start fixing it right away. Hell, who's writing Empire? Because that shit has me on the edge of my seat every week. Join them up with Gimple, too. Laugh out loud. I think maybe Kirkman is too used to telling things in a graphic novel sort of way. Pictures tell the story, but without the details and backstory that many of us crave. That is where Gimple is so good at getting those needed details and extra Mm. things in that make the stew all perfect and yummy, you know? Mm. No. Uh, the airplane weaving around <laughs> at the end of the episode this is a damn essay is significant because one of those planes is going to tie into a webisode they are doing with Fear the Walking Dead that takes place on a plane yes finally zombies on a fucking plane someone on the plane a survivor is going to have a link to a Walking Dead character too I can't wait to see who it may you be still read? yes I know yeah. it's long sisters hell yeah stop. You can slap me around like Nick's mama did. It's yeah. okay. Laugh out loud. 
Just trying to prove some kind of point. Oh, God. Or maybe just reminiscent. Keep on keeping on. Love ya, zombie mom. Okay, zombie mom. Don't write this shit no more. First of all, we don't need no fucking essay about all the other features of The Walking Dead. This ain't The Walking Dead. This is Fear The Walking Dead. First of all. Second of all, now you know good and daggum well, zombie mom. That shit was too long. It was long, You know mom. you... Uh, Hey, you know you're going to get she read. She tried it. Yeah. Now, she you might be one of it. one of our little, uh, 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 not only regulars, but originals, but hey, you need a timeout or something, because that shit was way okay, zombie too mom, long. just keep that shit short next Keep week. that shit short next time. And to the point. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, I didn't even remember half the episodes she was talking about. Oh, I did. I didn't, shit. <laughs> anyway thank you zombie mom thank you zombie mom mm-hmm. for for giving feedback but keep that shit short damn okay our next email <laughs> is from krista hey krista hey krista hi sisters it's krista from los angeles so you know i have some opinions about this <laughs> stupid show set in my city oh yeah I wrote that poem for Game of Thrones finale that Sister J said wasn't a poem. So we'll call it that rhymey thingy. Anywho, I was going to write another funny rhymey thingy about this show, but I got so damn frustrated watching this shit last night that I thought, forget it. This show is dumb. First of all, wink at Sister J. Travis's name pisses me off. If they're going to... If they're trying to pass him off as Mexican, don't give him a name like fucking Travis. I'm a white girl. <laughs> uh, I don't think he's supposed to be Mexican, though. I don't think so. I'm a white girl married to a handsome Mexican dude that oddly looks a little like the guy playing Travis. It's a little weird. Mm. But my husband's name is Jose. Why the fuck did they get <laughs> Ain't that like a cliche if they would have named that dude Jose? No, because there's a ton of Jose's. And Jesus's and Roberto's. And yeah, there's a lot. That's true. Um, why the fuck do they give that man a country boy's name? I've met no Mexican named Travis. I don't, I don't think, okay, okay. <laughs> okay. okay. I don't think he's supposed to be Mexican. Well, see, His last name is Manawa. Right. Which is Polynesian or something. Samoan. Samoan or something. Hawaiian, something shit. <laughs> you know. And so I don't think he's supposed to be Mexican at all. However, having said that, I doubt if there's any Polynesian, Samoan, whatever named Travis either. There got to be somebody. I doubt it. Out there in the world. That is a country name, though. Uh, she says, if you're going to represent a Hispanic character, name him Javier. <laughs> Guillermo. Juan. Anything but flipping country singing Travis. Oh, Lord have mercy. Maddie's irritating as always, but the scenes that pissed me off was Chris's mom, can't remember her name, Leaving him to be a fake nurse, Liza. Liza. Yeah. Uh, hello. Yeah, I'm a, a fake nurse. She says, uh, hello. I'm a mother of two and there's no fucking way I'm leaving my kids in a motherfucking zombie apocalypse. Well, but she left him with his daddy. She, that's different. That's, that is different, See. but still. She mouths, I love you. Please. <laughs> if I were Chris, I'd be mouthing back. Then where the fuck you going? <laughs> Dumb. And in nine days, they have 12 little neighborhoods in L.A. fenced off. <laughs> Do these writers live in no, L.A.? No, of course not. There's no fucking way that you can corner the huge population in L.A. 
in LA <laughs> off into fenced off territories and still have room to walk around. Do they know how many people live there? And fences up in nine days? Not with the workers they've got here in LA. <laughs> Hell, they're repairing one street near me and it's taken him two years to do that. Oh and it's goodness. still not done. Oh nine days my ass. Irritating. <laughs> now that's a good point, uh, Krista. I bet you the riders live in New York. What'd you bet? Well, mm -hmm. shit, even in New York it takes longer than that to repair. Yeah, but put up fences Meaning they probably don't know shit about LA because they live in New York. Forget what I wrote earlier. My irritation with this show has inspired a short rhymy thingy for you <laughs> lovely ladies. Okay, come on. A Mexican dude named Travis and Maddie cutting that hole in the fence. Clearly, these must be true blood riders because this stupid shit makes no sense. <laughs> I'm over Alicia, lost interest in Nick. Maddie's an idiot and the walkers are boring. Until the real Walking Dead starts on Sundays at 10, I'll be in bed snoring. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> Yeah, that's a rhymy thing. Love you, sisters. <laughs> Krista, the real Los Angeles where I would not be cutting a hole in the fucking fence where the zombies come. <laughs> Thank you, Thank Krista. Thank you, Krista. And she's got a second email where she says, well, sisters, my bad. Apparently, I have been schooled by a co-worker that country singing Travis's last name is Manawa, which may be Samoan, not Mexican. Still a stupid name for a Samoan. That's right. I agree. I agree. Thank you, Krista. Thank you, Krista. And I agree. I mean, that is a very stupid name for somebody who's supposed to be ethnic. Yeah. I don't mind the word, the, the name Travis. It's better than John and Jack. And they keep giving all these uh, main characters the, the same name. So to me, it Well, it's you know why? Well. Who writing this shit? Well. We don't have no Shaniqua. Uh, no, we sure don't. <laughs> you know? We sure don't. Okay, our next uh, feedback is a voicemail and it is from Myron. Uh oh. So let's play that now. Okay. Hello, sisters. It's Myron. I wanted to comment on your last episode of Fear the Walking Dead. Number one, the trans did not live next door to Madison. Their backyards were back to back, um, which means back that back. Madison would have to run around the corner to access Susan Patrick's house. That don't make no sense. Um, They're next door. Number two, he says and they're back Salazar's, back to back. Um, the barber's family. Or from El Salvador, and I'm quite sure he probably took part in the civil war in his country. More than likely, he was part of the many, uh, one of the many guerrilla movements that coalesced under the banner of the FMLN back in the 80s. Number three, the soldiers arriving so fast in Susan Patrick's backyard. Yeah. They were transported um, on the Chinook helicopter um, that we'd seen as Travis and Madison were leaving their house at the end of last episode of episode three, the owner of the German shepherd dog, uh, were the cruises. They were having a birthday party for their daughter, Gladys across the street. Mm. The last thing I okay, wanted well, to comment on, sense. I want to comment on is, uh, the monopoly game scene. The game represents the final <laughs> stages of life of normal. Oh, hell no. As the Clark family knows it. Oh, I do know that until next time. Myron. Thank you, Myron, for Thank that voicemail. But I totally disagree. I playing that fucking Monopoly game ain't got nothing to do uh, with no no big, huge life cycle crisis thing in the life. Hell no. They put that shit in there because they thought it was going to be funny. 
I don't know why they put that shit in there, but to me, it don't mean nothing about no. It doesn't symbolize that shit. Well, maybe it does symbolize, but if that's what it's trying, if they're trying to say. They missed the mark then. That it was just dumb. Yeah, they missed them. They missed their whole purpose. Then, if that was their purpose, you just seen somebody got chomped. You just seen somebody get your son had to run over his friend. Now, drug dealer. If it was supposed to be some life cycle shit, then they would have paid more particular attention to who had what property and who was doing what on the board. You know what I'm saying? But it was just a stupid monopoly game. What are you talking about now? Well, meaning. I mean, if it was supposed to be some kind of symbolism, then they would have paid more particular attention. They were. Nick won boardwalk. He was talking all about it and gloating. My my whole purpose or, or my whole dislike of this whole fucking monopoly game shit is that there has been no indication at all in the whole series that these three individuals would do anything together. Well, that's true. I, hey, it don't make no difference well, that think, they're related. <clears throat> they don't even, hey, we already. I think that was the point. They were trying to show they obviously have some history mm-hmm. and monopolies where they were able to have fun and bond. And then when Maddie, or excuse me, when Alicia said she doesn't, she can't sleep when she's waiting for someone. Obviously we know that means the daddy. You know, so, I mean, I guess that was their way of getting those stories out there, but they could have figured out another way besides it was stupid. having them play damn Monopoly. It was stupid. All the <clears> shit <throat> that they, 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 no, she would not have done that. No sane Anywho. person would have done that. Bought out some damn Monopoly game board. Well, she did. Hell no. And they thought that was funny. They thought that'd be cute. Mm-hmm. Stupid ass. <laughs> anyway. Thank you, Myron. Thank you, Myron. Okay, our next feedback is from Brother Eddie. Hey, Brother Eddie. Hey, Brother Eddie. Hey, sisters. I'm not crazy about Fear the Walking Dead, but I love y'all, so I thought I'd write in (laughs) and just say hey. Thank you. Sister J, please, please express your thoughts about Donald Trump. (laughs) Oh, hell no. Uh, I know you tend to lean towards the right side of the aisle. <laughs> you know. I'm so interested in your perspective. <laughs> also, I'm still waiting for that Empire podcast, Sister K. <laughs> Why you got a single my ass out? <laughs> we working on that. You low-key read me for filth on the Celebrity Big Brother UK podcast. XOXO, Brother <laughs> Eddie. Thank you, Brother Eddie. <laughs> and trust me. Thank you, Brother Eddie. And no, we do not want to have a political conversation. You do not want to know my views on it. No. no. You do not want to know my views on this whole political season. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't. There, Thank you. <laughs> no. There, there and was, Brother Eddie, look, no you ain't new. Wait a minute. I just thought about that. Brother Eddie, you are not new. Why are you acting all brand new, asking her some, getting her shit started? All it took one day, and I don't know, we was talking about bombing fucking uh, Nigeria or I would some nuke shit. the motherfucking shit out of them fools over there. So we don't need to even talk about Donald Trump's beady-eyed ass. <laughs> oh! He well, does have beady eyes. He does have beady eyes. Yeah, he does. So we know how you feel. <clears throat> I have no idea about his <laughs> politics. I just know he has beady ass eyes. Because I follow all that shit. Well, I know. But we ain't talking about it. So, Brother Eddie, you I, have been told. I would just Don't say, bring that shit hey, up. No, Sister Jay. No, don't was, even no. start. I was just going to say, all you motherfuckers out there listening, y'all need to pay the effing attention to what these politicians are saying and doing. 
Before you cast your vote, don't just go be voting for some shit because Lord. it's shit. Okay, okay, okay. Thank you. Thank anyway, you, uh, that's Brother your, Eddie. That's your Not, public service announcement. Thank you, Brother Eddie. <laughs> You've been warned. Next time I ain't reading that mess. Thank you, Brother Eddie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Our next email is from Joanne from hey, NYC. Hey, ladies and nation. Been quietly following you with the new show, so I will make a quick overall recap. Okay. I was trying, quote unquote, to watch Fear the Walking Dead for my laptop, but it kept buffering after every 20 seconds of play. So I gave up halfway through since I only caught four total minutes with all the damn buffering. But it seems like I didn't miss much. So this is what I caught. Heartless, clueless Maddie selfishly whining and bitching about her house turning into a survival hotel with strangers. That's true. Buffering wheel. Rosarita 2.0, Ophelia, <laughs> sucking it up with some soldier who is really like 35 years old, but her folks treat her like she's 15. Buffering. <laughs> A douchebag general who, who, wait for it, is playing golf. Yeah. Governor, anyone? Yeah. Buffering. Something about a light and Maddie cuddling with a dead body under a truck. <laughs> Buffering. And an Ivy in Nick's dirty toe. <laughs> yeah. It was between his dirty toes. Between his dirty toes. I think Maddie is one poisonous, self-righteous biatch. Mm-hmm. The most memorable scene in this show so far has been her telling the real ex-wife, oh, this will kill poor weak Travis since he loves <laughs> me oh so much more than your ex-wife adds. <laughs> That was cold-blooded, though, wasn't it? Mm. Okay. Also, why hasn't Nick showered or changed clothes? Mm. I gag every time I see him shuffling in that old man's chubby sneakers. <laughs> At least the, the Latina ex-wife is making herself useful, unlike the other characters. Yeah. Anywho, for Sister K, are you enjoying Z Nation? Mm. I am. Mm. It started with a bang. Such a fun show. I have a love-hate relationship with the Murphy character, and the actor is killing it. I did not like so much the first episode, but after that, um, the second and third one have been better. Okay, well, I I would just like to say that I watched the first episode, and, I, and on Sister K's recommendation, I watched all last season, and it was and you funny. Liked it. And I liked it. Season two, I watched the first episode when they had the fucking zombie stripper pole dancer. I was out. <laughs> <laughs> And I have not watched another episode since, well, so hey, I'm out. That was a little much for me too. Ooh, that was they just went too a little damn bit too stupid. Far mm-hmm. on that. But way too far. Yeah, uh, she says for Sister J, just started watching Doctor Who for the first time ever. Started with <laughs> la- latest season eight, and I was like, "What is this show?" But it's really British. It's funny, witty, and has heart. Okay, so I'm a new fan. Well, okay. Well, good for you because I don't watch Doctor Who. <laughs> I don't know where you got that, but I am a sci-fi person. I do like sci-fi. I tried getting into Doctor Who. I, I, can't. I can't get into it. Yeah, I, no, I've never it's not even my tried. cup of tea. I don't even know. What it's just not my cup of tea. I mean, I don't on. like the actors that they pick. I don't like hearing them talk. I don't like what? It. No, I don't watch it. I watch mm. other stuff on BBC America, but oh, I don't is watch that what Doctor Who. Some? Well, I don't even know. I don't watch it either. But sometimes they get, I don't know how, y'all be getting us confused. I think so. All the time, like that one of us likes something and one mm-hmm. of us says something. Like the other day, somebody had mentioned that I was watching uh, the one with the Vikings. 
The Vikings. And I've never seen them. Well, I actually did watch the first two episodes. <laughs> but I'm never talking about Vikings. That's you. But right. I think they get our voices confused right. sometimes. Well, but I, anyway. I love Ragnar Lothbrok. Oh, Lord. Why did I bring that shit up? I love the Vikings. Sorry, and Lagather is my girl. Okay, so he, <laughs> she says, so I'm a new fan. By the way, Peter Dinklage and the Thrones won two Emmys. I know. That Woo-hoo! was good. That's good. Yeah, but um, this is just my opinion. I love the fact that Game of Thrones won, mm-hmm. but I'm sorry it won for season five because that was my least favorite season. That is a good point, though. They deserve to win. They deserve to win in other seasons. All other four of the seasons yeah. out of the five. To me, season five only had like a couple of episodes where I just love, and love, love. I don't love. know why Lena Headley has not won yet. I don't know. That woman is good as Cersei. She's good. I mean, and Peter Dinklage won. Yeah, but we hardly saw his ass this right. season. Mm-hmm. He didn't hardly have anything to say. Yeah. But I mean, Lena Headley, though, she was up against some stiff competition. Heedy. It's Heedy. Oh, Heedy. There ain't no L in there. Okay. Lena Heedy. She she is really good, though. She is good. I mean, Mm -hmm. she plays that character to the hilt. So, anyway. Uh, She says, uh, I honestly think Lena Heedy should have won, but I do not watch Orange is the New Black since they won for the last. Uh, since they won for the last episode, Mother's Mercy, and that was all Cersei. Well, but I, would, I, I, I would like to say that if you would go and watch Orange is the New Black, Uzo kills that. Yeah, she should have won, too, because she kills that character. She, That character is so unique. It is just awesome. And she does it I really good. I need to go good. watch. That's the next one I need to go catch. And you on. know what? When I watched you, the first season. When you first meet her character, you think, oh, Lord, you know, and she in prison stuff. But when you, when you, when you understand her backstory, it is so tragic. Mm-hmm. It's so sad. But it's cute at the same time, though. So, so yeah, she deserved that. She deserved that Emmy. Uzo D. She says, I have, uh, she says, um, have a great week, Joanne from NYC. Thank, Thank you, you Joanne. Very much. <laughs> Thank you. And I I did see that. I did. I was watching something else when the Emmys were on. So I I went over and I saw when Peter won. I saw when Game of Thrones won at the end. I was like, yeah. I don't never watch the Emmys. I don't watch Everybody none of Everybody looks so shows. good. Brienne was there looking gorgeous. I don't the watch girls none of were there. I don't um, watch the Oscars. Arya I don't watch BET Awards. I don't watch none of that was shit. There and they were looking cute. <laughs> and I um, wait for the recap because you know they're going to have it on for a whole week. Yeah, but sometimes they don't show the whole speech, and I, I want to see some speeches. I don't care about. Everything's on YouTube. And, and you know what? I don't know what it is, but when people pull out a piece of paper to read, it annoys me. Yeah. When you win an award. You should just be uh, act uh, like uh, you know what you're talking about. I mean, just pretend like you made the shit up off the fly. Yeah, even if you didn't, don't be pulling out. You a fucking actor? You can memorize some shit. I don't like it. Yeah, I know. It just to me, it just is so. I don't like. I don't like award recipients who get up there and talk political shit. That is not the time. Okay, we ain't. Okay, thank you, uh, thank you, um, (laughs) Joanne. But it just annoys me. That's why I don't watch that shit. Our next email is from (laughs) Savina. (laughs) Hurry up, past that subject. Hey, Savina. Hey, hey, Savina. (laughs) Hi, sisters. This episode left me speechless and not in a good way. 
it was bad. Like the entire series is bad. Mm -hmm. But this was the episode that did it for me. I am done. <laughs> I did like that Madison finally gave Nick the mama smackdown yep. because that is what he needs. Tough love. Everybody like that. I also think the government hospital is bad news. Mm -hmm. I initially thought that they were killing off the weak and injured, but upon second thought, I am convinced that they are experimenting on them. Could but be. I really don't care enough about any of these characters to endure the final two episodes of this season to find out. <laughs> <laughs> Damn! I continue to watch because I am emotionally attached to a yeah. lot of these characters. Mm. Um, excuse me. I think I skipped this. Yeah. Um, that's the problem. I just don't care about these people. The Walking Dead has its flaws, but at the end of the day, I continue to watch because I am emotionally attached to a lot of the characters. Mm. I have loved and rooted for Rick Grimes from the very first episode. Yep. Yeah. I instantly cared about Morgan and his son, Dwayne. Yeah. And from season to season, I waited with anticipation for any news or updates about those two characters. I know. Yep. Unfortunately on this show, I want the majority of the characters to get bit <laughs> and that's a problem. <laughs> so I tried, I really did, but I just can't with fear of the walking dead anymore. I will be MIA until the walking dead <laughs> or as black Twitter calls it, Dim Deads returns in October. Dim Deads. Until then, Savina from Baltimore. Thank you, Savina. Thank you, Savina. Believe you me, I understand how you feel. The only reason I'm watching the final two episodes is because we do a podcast on it. Otherwise, I would be out. Outie. Yeah. Outie. I wouldn't be out. I'd still be out. Oh, I would be out. No, I'd still watch it, but it's getting to the point where it's like Scandal was for me last season where I just couldn't even hardly stand talk about it it is like a colleague in my office said to me just the other day he said you know he's frustrated with the fear of the walking dead too yeah and he said you know there is too much other stuff there's 500 channels oh 500 yes. channels on everybody's tv there's too much other stuff programming for these shows to wait till the fourth and fifth episode to to really reveal shit we ain't got time for that shit People are out. I don't mind the not oh, revealing no. shit. What I, I don't like no. they is better the jump dumb to shit. Well, yeah. It's the dumb storylines. It's the things that don't make sense. And it's jumping from character to character with no no sense. Yeah. Character does something one week and totally opposite the next week. That the don't next make week. any yeah. sense. No continuity. That's what I don't like. I, I don't mind yeah. if it's a little bit slow with the action but because you know, I get it. We had that same issue with True Blood. It's like, Ugh. it's like from season to season, whoever was they writing that forget. fucking shit, they didn't go back and look at the other seasons to sure see how didn't. that character acted nope. because they had these people acting not in conformity with what we had, had and grown you know to what? know. And if you were going to change what the character's doing, then have the character come through some epiphany or something and say, yeah. look, my shit ain't been working right. So I'm, I'm changing it. it up. Yeah. And then have them do something totally opposite. Yeah. But you can't do that on episode two. I'm and then you, episode three, have this man doing something totally different. I will be forever. Don't make no sense. I will be forever angry at oh, them Lord. putting them fucking beats in Lafayette's hair. Well. Like Chris Cross. Damn. Anywho. Anyway. Thank you, Savina. <laughs> Thank you, Savina. Okay. So, sorry that you're outie, but hey, catch us for the Walking, Walking Dead. Dead. Got a couple more weeks. Mm -hmm. Okay, our next email is from Araceli. Hey, Araceli. Okay, she says, my name is pronounced Araceli. Oops, okay. Oh. So it's Araceli. Araceli. <laughs> I have to spell, and it's air 
Araceli. 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 I have to spell and pronounce my name daily. Laugh out loud. I bet so. Nick getting beat down was my favorite part of the episode. <laughs> Mine too. A good old <laughs> ass whooping. <laughs> the second best part of this episode was right at the end. The final moments when I think we see the person that was shining the light back to Chris in the beginning of the show get shot by the military. Yeah. I know they said this was a prequel to The Walking Dead, but now I feel we need a prequel to Fear the Walking Dead. <laughs> this is becoming more of just the same. Mm-hmm. Not really showing how life fair fell apart. Yeah. I would have liked to have seen those nine days. That, yes. That is a point. And nine days does seem awful quick. Mm-hmm. How they put that fence up. Mm-hmm. A newscast or two. Something. Mm-hmm. Nothing new but a new family. Please do not stop podcasting this series, even season two. The worse the episodes are, the funnier you two are. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you again for the laughs. Araceli. Oh, thank you, thank Araceli. Thank you, Araceli. <laughs> well, you know what? Uh, I cannot promise that I, I will be available for season two. I'm not either. I can't promise it. I mean, I we will might watch be. It. No, I'm a, I will watch it because I want to see how, if they fix it. Mm. But I can't say we're going to podcast because that takes some dedication. Yeah, it come back and dedication. talk about it mm-hmm. for an hour or yeah. an hour for us. Three, four hours. Three, <laughs> three hours. Yes, yeah, three, three, four hours. Thank okay. you, Araceli. <laughs> okay, and our next email is from Kristen. Hey, Kristen. Hey, Kristen. Okay, um, she says, hey, sisters, loved your podcast as always. I'll split this between my thoughts on your latest podcast and the newest episode of Fear the Walking Dead. Okay. One quick note. The dog didn't belong to the zombified neighbor. It belonged to the family across the street that had thrown the birthday party. Yeah, I know now. We saw... Yeah, that's what Myron said. Mm-hmm. Um, and that makes sense. It makes sense. We saw a zombie neighbor trying to eat the woman, so I'm guessing the dog fled, and the zombie followed him over to the character's ha- or to the um, Carter's house. Yeah. About why they ran back through the complex backyard versus going through the front door... They shot it very oddly, but the trans house and the Madison's house are connected by the backyard. So if they had run out the front door, they would have been on an entire street away. Again, it was shot super oddly. Oh, so that's what Myron said. That's what still, Myron was yeah. saying was and back Myron, to back. We didn't, we didn't uh, talk about it, but I don't see how that's even still possible. I thought because they were they next were, door. If they were back to back, how did they look out the window and see Travis pulling up in the in the park in the uh, see, driveway? There you go. Which is in the front of the house. There you go. I don't get it. So I thought they were next door, but if they were back to back. That makes sense as to why they had to go through that fucking maze shit to get into the trans house in the first place. Yeah, besides walking around the street. Yeah. It makes sense, but the way they... And it makes sh- sense. I don't think it makes sense because they were looking out the window. Well, 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 but, but it makes perfect sense. Well, now, looking out the window part is, to and me... Seem- wait a minute. But, but to me, that is the only mistake. Because when they left and drove away, they went all the way around the block, remember? And then they saw Patrick. Then, wait. So that, so fence, that makes sense. No, wait. Then they had a big-ass fence, right? That fence, they had to climb up on some shit to get over. But yet and still, they were able to look out the window and look directly into their house with the sliding glass door open. 
That is true. And the dog and everything. That's a mistake. Mistake. Yep. That's okay. A, that's a film mistake. Editing Something. mistake. The Something. rule of 180. Yeah, I know the rule of 180. <laughs> that's what they messed up. Where you're not supposed to go, mm-hmm. your camera angles aren't supposed to go across that line. Right, right. Anyway. Yeah, that is messed up. She yeah. says, um, again, it was shot super oddly, but on Reddit, people posted some shots of the two houses, and you can see that they're linked by backyards. So that was the quickest way to get to Travis. That's mm. also why they drove a bit before seeing their house. Yeah. Also, as a white person, I have no defense for the monopoly. <laughs> <laughs> what on earth? Oh, if God. you're stuck in your house, packed and barricaded, maybe, but they weren't. Yeah. I have no defense. Yeah. No. They weren't. No. They weren't. Okay, on to this oh, last episode. God. It That's was interesting funny. to have in an episode with no zombies, but I liked it. I like that it was a slow burn building up episode. Mm. I thought Travis was smart for jogging around. Remember rule number one, cardio. If I was in a safe <laughs> fortified zone, I'd want to keep in shape in case things went to heck in a handbag. Yeah, but see, he wasn't doing it for that. You reason. have to at least outrun your neighbor. But he wasn't doing it for Ooh, no. Now that's a good point. Right. But, but by the way they portrayed it, Travis wasn't doing it for no ulterior reason like oh i gotta see what's going on and stuff he was doing it trying to trying to maintain normalcy well i mean that's a hey Mm. if you can jog (laughs) around your encampment that means you can run from the zombies for a prolonged length of time which is why his ass will survive and mine will not i don't jog because i don't even jog to the corner to the mailbox hey jogging messes up your knees (laughs) <laughs> it does. <laughs> it messes up your knees. Oh, hey, gosh. y'all might think it's cute now jogging around the neighborhood, getting that exercise, huh? By the time you hit 40, 50, 60. Yeah, but they'll be healthy. Uh-huh. Yeah, the healthy knees, enough to have some knee surgery. Their knees will be yes. blown, but they might have Yeah, their knees be will healthy. be blown. Mm-mm. Anyway. There's says, other, other cardios you can do. Madison cracked me up when she went off on Nick. I like how they, they play in him. Devious, manipulative, but still somehow charming. Classic <laughs> drug addict. Yep. And finally, I was so sad at the end when the light flashes became gunshots. I think Travis put hope in the military, but I think that final shot, which was probably military, we saw them heading up the hill when Madison snuck out, and Travis was the one that alerted them to the house exactly. flashing the light disillusioned him i think we're gonna see a less optimistic travis from here on out well he ought to feel damn guilty yep he ought to feel fucking guilty because they went over there simply because of him yep because he said my son saw some light over there did you ladies see the preview for next episode Mm -hmm. this may have seemed a slow moving episode but the next one looks crazy so i think it's a good build up Mm. hope you ladies enjoyed this episode better than last one i did yeah. Oh, and in my last feedback, I said I'd send in another one once I watched the episode, and I forgot. I'm sorry. This time, I just j- tackled both feedbacks in one email. <laughs> Can't wait for your next podcast, Kristen. Thank you, Kristen. Thank you, Kristen. Yeah. Uh, that's okay putting them both in the same yeah, email. You yeah. You didn't have to do two. And that wasn't even long. We had enough. Either. We had enough feedback last week. We didn't need to. Yeah, more. really. Two more. Up. <laughs> <laughs> thank you Kristen thank you Kristen 
Okay, our next feedback is from Paris. Hey, Paris. Hey, Paris. Where you been? Hello, sisters and nation. I hope all goes well. I just have to start by saying episode three's podcast nearly caused me to crash on my way to work. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord, (laughs) Paris, be careful. Be careful, (laughs) y'all. Y'all had me dying laughing. (laughs) I haven't laughed that hard since the days of Paco. (laughs) Paco the cat. Paco the cat. Woo! You know what I mean. Yes, Lord. Show do. <laughs> I don't remember us being that funny last oh, time. Oh, yeah. That Paco the Cat shit was so hilarious. Oh, yeah. Paco was hilarious. Oh, I can't remember. Was, oh, that's hilarious. And, the, and Tammy with the drapes going to oh, visit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> going to visit. Uh, Andres. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, well, guess I have to talk about this show. Fear the, walk- Fear the Walking Cash Grab. Yeah. When the episode started off, I screamed, what? Mm -hmm. My brother came running out of his room thinking something was wrong. (laughs) I was like, this show, it's awful. Madison Travis are insufferable. Yeah. When she fixed her mouth to say, I don't know where your ex-wife goes. (laughs) I said, (laughs) I know that got me too. He says, I said, witch, get bit. (laughs) Sister J and K, who do they have writing this shit? That's what I'm saying. That's what we want to know. We want to know what their names are. And how much they getting paid. That's mm-hmm. really what I want to know. Oh, they getting paid. How much these people get paid to write this bullshit. Bullshit. Don't even get me started on the representation of the military presence. I know. It may have been an evil thought, but for I, for one second, I wished for the governor to come and mow all these people down. <laughs> That's how much I like these characters. After this episode, the characters I like are down to Liza and Daniel. Fingers crossed for a California herd. The podcast <laughs> is the only thing I stick around for, sisters. Paris. <laughs> Thank you, Paris. Thank you, Paris. Yeah, I think a California herd might be That's what they need. Good. Yeah. And it's bound to happen because you cannot tell me. Yeah, where, where are the people at? Where are the people at? Yeah. They done killed everybody? Mm-hmm. No. No, not yet. In that little neighborhood, maybe. Mm-hmm. But not in the whole effing California, L.A. area. I <laughs> mean, no sense. Oh, thank you, Paris. Thank you, Paris. And be careful driving. Yeah. Listening to the sisters. <laughs> <laughs> okay, our next email is from Stephanie. Hey, Stephanie. She says, hi, sisters. I was excited after the first show. And now I'm glad there's only two shows left. I know. It It went downhill after the first show. Stephanie in Michigan. Thank you, Stephanie. (laughs) Thank you, Stephanie. Short and sweet. But you know what? You are so correct, though. And, and, you know, if it wasn't for the fact that we do the podcast, oh, man, I would have stopped watching this shit. But but I would have still watched. The silver lining is there's only two more episodes. Two left. That's it. It can't get no worse. Because can you imagine watching a whole season of this shit? See, and that's the thing. If they come back next season, how mm. many are they going to have? Well, a full season's like 12 to 15. They bet not have more than the Walking Dead got. Because yeah. if you go, you know, quiet as it's kept, add some more shit to the Walking Dead and throw this stuff out. Yeah. Yeah. If you're splitting up your resources. That's Yep. You know? Make the Walking Dead 90 minutes. Something. Yeah. As a matter of fact, that that premiere bet be 90 minutes. That shit, <laughs> this shit was 90 minutes it for the premiere. It was 90 minutes. Mm-hmm. Damn. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Stephanie. <laughs> Short and sweet. Love it. Okay. Our next feedback is from uh, Lady Vader. 
Hey, Lady Vader. Hey, Lady Vader. Greetings, sisters, and the nation. Two words, as whooping. Yep. Laugh out loud. Slick Nick got whipped. <laughs> Peace out, Lady Vader, a.k.a. Katie from Cali. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, Lady Vader. Thank you, Katie. We appreciate short and sweet. <laughs> yeah, Nick finally got that beat point. down. Every, everybody was waiting for that. He needed that damn beat Everybody down. was waiting for that beat down. Yeah, I bet mm-hmm. he won't be running from his mama's house <laughs> so quickly now. Well. After who, know, getting snatched yeah, up. Yeah, well, who knows how he'll react because his face all swollen shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and our next email is from Malika. Hey, Malika. Hey, sisters. I started listening to your Walking Dead podcast last year, and I love it. Woo! My mom you. found it and recommended it to me. Ooh. Often, we listen to it together in the car on Sundays. <laughs> I even listen to every episode before season five of The Walking Dead, because you ladies are so entertaining. <laughs> I don't want to get read for a long-ass email, but here goes. <laughs> Although I have been disagreeing with you ladies excuse me, with you sisters for the time that you've covered Fear of the Walking Dead, I have enjoyed listening to your points of view. What do you mean disagree? <laughs> she gonna tell well, us, I'm up. sure. I have mostly agreed with your Walking Dead podcast and you get me cracking up so hard. Personally, I have really liked this show, Fear. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so that's the disagreement. Oh, my God. oh that's funny. That's cute. She says, I have liked this show, Fear, and episode four has been the best, in my opinion. Okay, now that's true. Well, now, it has yeah. been the best uh, out of all of them. Out of all of them, yeah. So far, yeah. Um, I hope you both like this one as well and hope it becomes a turning point for you to enjoy this show and its premise. Mm-mm. Let's get this part out. <laughs> Let's get this part out of the way, just in case you both are waiting for any of these things. Kirkman, the main creator of the series and comics for The Walking Dead, has stated that there will be no crossover between the two shows. Well, yeah. Let's hope not. Yeah, we knew Shit. that. We knew that there will be no cause and there will be no cure. I'm sorry if you've already covered those things. I may have forgotten. No, we didn't. But no, I no. Think- no. We did right. say that, I mean, I had read that there wasn't going to be any crossover. And I think the problem, whole problem is, is this Kirkman who, who mm-hmm. does do comic books and shit. Maybe he shouldn't be writing the series. Oh, you know, it's, it's fine for him to write shit. He writes for the walking dead. I'm sure he just needs to, they just need to get their shit together for fear. The walking dead. They need something. <clears throat> as far as the, late, the last episode is concerned for me, this episode has been the most horrifying of all the episodes so far. No need for walkers or infected to get me to that place. It was suspenseful, and they really showed those characters well. The splitting up of the families was very traumatizing. I think Travis is finally real. <laughs> I think Travis is finally. <laughs> you're cracking up. I'm just like, we um, must be watching two different shows. <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm trying to understand the words she's using describing what we've been talking. Um, let's see. I think F- Travis is finally realizing the gravity of the situation. 
<laughs> Especially at the very end of the on the rooftop. Oi, that was a very powerful episode. I rate it nine out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh Lord, have bless mercy. Heart. Oh, Lord, bless she you. She said she rated 9 oh. out of 10 suspicious as hell doctors. Now that this has turned into a long ass email, I shall go and expect oh. you to read me about it. Laugh out loud. No, we too busy laughing. <laughs> <laughs> we too busy laughing oh, to read goodness. you, girl. <laughs> it's not that long. It says we. Oh, Lord. Long to read through. Oh, Lord. <laughs> so oh, Lord. Sorry. Hey, look, I'm glad somebody's enjoying this shit. Yeah, well, hey. Hey, somebody needs Hats to- off to you, Malika, for enjoying <laughs> this Spirit of Walking Dead. She's watching it with the spirit it was intended, I'm sure. Yes, you, yeah. For plain old as enjoyment. <laughs> I look forward to hearing this podcast every week, and I'm also currently listening to your Big Brother and After Show podcast. Ooh, woohoo! Okay. Fear the long ass email. <laughs> your sister from Tucson, Malika. <laughs> Thank you, Malika. Thank you, Malika. <laughs> oh, Lord, that was a good laugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the thing that's cracking me up, too, is you've listened for a year, and this is the first time you've written in. Wow. For fear of the Walking Dead, she really felt compelled. She felt that compelled to email us. Well, go Lord. ahead, on. go ahead, on, Malika. Mm, mm, I ain't mad mm, at you. Mm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Okay. Well, our next feedback is a voicemail from Joy. Oh, hey. Hey, Joy. So hey, let's Joy. Play that now. Okay. Hi, sisters. This is Joy from Southern California. Uh, First of all, I just wanted to say thank you, Sister J, for your condolences. Um, Yes, land is precious here in Southern California. Yards are very small. Um, We're stacked one on top of the other. Um, Anyway, I wouldn't trade it, though, because I love the Southern California sunshine. Of course, uh, you know, I could do without the drought. We could use all, some rain here. Mm. I'm afraid my tree is going to fall on top of my house anytime soon now. Uh-oh. Hopefully it doesn't. Anyway, um, now on to the episode. I, I am back on board with Fear of the Walking Dead. I really enjoyed this episode. And here are the top three things that I enjoyed about it. Okay. First was um, Alicia. Her character moments were fantastic in this episode. I thought the way... Um, she was behaving and reacting and mourning the loss of her love, Matt, the loss of her um, uh, Aunt Susu, um, oh, yeah. and the loss of just the normalcy of her life. I, I thought those were all very appropriate reactions and was just um, nice to see. Um, second, Daniel Salazar and um, Maddie. I think that... Uh, Daniel, anything he's in, any scene he's in, I just really enjoy. I think he's fantastic, and I'm really looking forward to how much of a badass he and Maddie are going to be. Uh, Side note, I think you guys were a little harsh on Maddie. I I actually like this actress, and I liked her. I, I, you know, she makes some choices as her character that I don't agree with, but I like the actress and I really think she's going to be a, a fantastic badass, you know, once, um, she and Daniel hook up. Yeah. Cause that's the only expression. She anyway, um, my <laughs> most favorite 
thing okay. that happened this episode, though, was, again, involving Maddie and Nick. I really enjoyed that she beat the shit out of him. Of course, I'm not yes. advocating abusing your children, but, geez Louise, this kid deserved it. I mean, stealing a morphine drip from a dying man, just inexcusable. Yep. Anyway, can't wait to hear what you all have to say. <laughs> we'll speak to you soon. Bye. Thank you, Joy. Thank you, Joy. For that uh, voicemail and... Okay. Now, wait a minute. Everybody's saying this, but she doesn't know that that's what he was doing. She doesn't, nobody she doesn't knows know that. that he was stealing the morphine. Nobody she, knows that. She just knows uh, that he was ransacking their house. Ransacking his house, Hector's house. That's right. what she knows, but she don't know. But now she probably figures that he got some kind of medication from the old man because he was so mellow. I mean, she's putting it together, but she don't know he was laying up under the bed with a drip in his toe. <laughs> she don't know that. Nobody knows no, that. Nobody knows that. But, but she probably now figures, since he's over there ransacking, he's trying to see he if they left behind anything. Yeah. In the beginning. In the beginning, see, and that's why he didn't take that pill that she was I offering. I don't think we were harsh about the, what's her name, Kim something? Kim Dickens. I don't think we were harsh at all. She, she need a new expression. She, she need, needs yeah. to go back to class because, yeah. or quit doing the Botox or something. Or something. She only has one expression. And you're right. The only scene where it made sense to me was when she was kicking his ass. And she was beating it she down. she was supposed to look sour. Mm-hmm. But she'd been looking sour from the get. And, and you know, I don't, I don't, know. I don't see I just, no chemistry between her and Travis at all. Not she at all. She doesn't have chemistry with any of them. She doesn't have chemistry with any of them to me. No. I mean, when when Daniel is talking to his wife, I see chemistry there. When he's talking to Ophelia, I see chemistry there, too. I, I feel it. Yeah. You know? And, and when Travis is talking to the character that's playing his son, Chris, yeah. They seem to, like, bond for real. I don't see no... Nothing. Chemistry, especially between Maddie you know and Travis. She, uh, maybe in two years, when this show has really weeded out its characters, and she's like the lone person traversing the city, then it will be an Oscar-winning performance because... But it ain't. <clears throat> because then you have to look stoic, and you have to look um, strong and hard and shit. But she's looking like this with other people to feed off of. And I want you to think back, Joy, to the infamous scene that we have discussed ad nauseum. Which one? The fucking Monopoly scene. Oh, Lord. She had the same fucking expression on her face. Same thing. Well, they're supposed to be laughing. Yeah, the supposed to be. The difference is she mm. had a smile on her face for like two seconds. Two seconds. But her eyebrows and her Everything eyes is the same. Everything still looks the same. Anyway. Anyway. Enough about this chick. Okay. Thank you, Joy. Um, but, you know, Joy likes her. I'm glad somebody's liking her. Yeah, because I don't. I'm not. I think it was piss poor casting. Well. <clears throat> whatever. Yeah. Maybe she had more before she got the job. Who knows? Well, hey, like you said the other day. Or, or I think earlier, and that is um, maybe an audition and stuff. They show a different side, but maybe hey. because it's not on film. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Whatever, something's getting lost in translation. Whatever, and you know what? Somebody put a, 
somebody put in, in, and I have to say somebody because I, I really can't remember who. But anyway, so sorry, sorry, family. But anyway, but somebody posted on our uh, group page. Yes, this this meme with meme meme with <laughs> with Maddie on there, and and it says something like. This is how I look when I'm happy, when I'm sad, sad when I'm excited. angry, when I'm excited, when I'm frustrated, when I'm and it's like the same picture. 15, yeah, fifteen different emotions, so but good. it's the same picture. That That's exactly it. It was. It was. It's anyway, hilarious. Enough about her. Yeah, enough about her. Thanks, Joy. Normally, we don't talk about the actress; we talk about the character. But in this instance, I you can't separate it. You mm. cannot separate it. But anyway, all um, right. Thank you, Joy. Our next email is from David. Hey, David. Hey, David. Hello, sisters. This is David from Joplin, Missouri. Yay! Episode two. The daughter had an acceptance letter from Berkeley dated 2010. Mm -hmm. So kind of explains the old ass iPhone that she has. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because this is supposed to be back on the, you know, five years ago. Exactly. So, yeah, that part's fine. Episode. uh, Did we say she had an old phone? I don't know. Episode three, Daniel Salazar and his wife are from El Salvador and El Salvador had a civil war in 1979 to 1994. So he has dealt with the military before and knows it is too late. Yep. Shit has gone south quick, fast and in a hurry. Yep. And with the, uh, and with the SS soldiers showing up, what's SS soldiers? Oh, it's like Nazi type. Oh, and with the SS soldiers showing up and shooting poor Susan, um, in the arms of Patrick. I was like, damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. On a side note, <laughs> I think Tobias is the nephew of Mr. Eugene Tennessee Toffat Porter. That's what someone else was saying last time. Oh. That they think that Eugene is Tobias's uncle. For real. Yeah. Huh. Not in real life, but in the show. Uh-huh. Uh, huh. Anywho, I love you, sisters. Peace. Now, can I have my life back? <laughs> yeah i'm hoping thank that you david for you, that david. email <laughs> i'm hoping that we get to see you know what now that would make sense again. yeah because he said my uncle comes in and out don't he that's yeah, what well, he we talked about this last time because someone mentioned mm-hmm. that maybe he's a younger eugene but we were like nah that doesn't make sense but maybe the uncle yeah Maybe hmm, that's intriguing. And then David had um, another email. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, <coughs> "Okay, hello, sis. Sorry, hello, sisters. This is David from Joplin, Missouri. How to start this episode? Damn, Murphy, why are you going to stay in the closet and let Doc get choked like that? Oops, sorry, sisters. Wrong show. <laughs> now for Fear the Walking Dead." <laughs> I go say, isn't that Z Nation? It is. Yeah, and that's what I said too, David, about that show. He wouldn't do that. Mm. Now, for Fear the Walking Dead, nine days of jump forwarding and not finding out how we put the fences up so damn fast. Yep. Meanwhile, back at Stalag 13, Colonel Wilhelm Klink gives a speech to the POWs of one of 12 Nazi camps in the greater Los Angeles area. You are the lucky one. So be nice, play ball, and don't, and I won't have to shoot you. Mm-hmm. And after which, Colonel Clink asks Colonel Robert E. <laughs> Hogan to talk to Sergeant Hans George Schultz. Mm-hmm. I don't know who any of these damn people are. They talking about Hogan's heroes. Oh, while a- giving him an ultimatum by saying, "You talk him down, or I'll take him down." Mm-hmm. Showed in. Mm-hmm. 
Meanwhile, in celebrity rehab, Johnny Depp is stealing morphine from poor protector. <laughs> hey, Johnny, don't you know? And you can't share needles even in the apocalypse. Hey. And now, that is one thing true. that I did think about, though. That I thought, damn, true. he took the needle out of that dying dude and stuck it in his foot. Mm. Mm. But see, it might have come from the bag. Ah. Uh, mm. uh, and good for Madison finally taking it to Johnny Depp. But she should have had her hands balled up and hitting him with fists instead of slapping mm. the shit out he of him. He do not look like no Johnny she Depp. She should be beating the hell out of that punk ass kid. <laughs> Outside the fences, she should have picked up the gun from the dead civilian. Yep. Yep. As of episode three, I wanted Travis to die worse than Noah's death. <laughs> but after Travis telling Colonel Clink about some survivors outside the fence and seeing Colonel Clink's Nazi death squad, I'll have to put Travis's death on hold until we see what I feel about Travis after episode five. <laughs> Susan's suicide note was very sad. With Nick being hauled off, we are going to have a suicide squad now. And finally, before this long as email gets to the too <laughs> long as email... The um, the daughters attempt to t- self tattoo, so it not fade away. Mm. Love you, sisters. Now let's get ready to read. <laughs> uh, and then David attaches to this email. Looks like something that you got from one of those. Um, you know, they were talking last week the story sync thing, where you can get extra information, like a map. Oh. Supposed to be a map of California that shows the different. Uh, the 12 different uh, mm-hmm. zones or the safe zones. And then um, there's also looking like a little flyer that mm. says. Um, but see, I resent the fact that they even have this kind of information available. You know what I'm saying? Why? Because everybody don't go and, and look up no, but more information. Who want to, just like we had. No, HBO because Go. that's lazy shit. You know why? And that's because within the show, they don't explain shit. Because they got this other side information. He explained that our t- we're one of twelve safe zones. So they, mm-hmm. and that's all that, that map was was a list of where the safe. I couldn't look at that map and tell you where the fuck it was anyway, because I ain't from LA. <laughs> Only people that live in California would even know. So anyway, mm-hmm. thank you, David. Thank you, David. <laughs> <laughs> okay, our next email is from Kim. Hey, Kim. I hate almost all of these characters. <laughs> Maddie is the parent who blames other people for the crap Nick is responsible for. Yep. It's not Liza's fault because she didn't lie and cover for Nick that the military took him away. It's Nick's fault for being a lying thieving. Yeah, but she junkie. can't do that. She's going to blame the, the, the Of course. The, the she's ex-wife. always yeah. running after that fool. Mm-hmm. I don't blame the military for removing unstable people from the community. The world is going to hell, and this is the only safe place for Miles. Junkies and people who might decide to commit suicide and take other people with them are a danger to the whole community. Now, that's a point. <laughs> that is a good point. I think we could have locked them up somewhere, though. I hate <laughs> that they made the military stupid and douchey. Mm-hmm. Travis, there's a signal. Officer, excuse me while I smirk. Hit this golf ball, generally ooze smarminess, and dismiss you, because I'm a stereotype from a bad movie. I know. Yeah. That was that was unfortunate. Maddie, you bitch. I hope Alicia gets bit because you cut a hole in the fence. Yep. <laughs> or she gets bit. I think I know why they keep jumping scenes they should be showing us. 
I think Kirkman doesn't understand the difference in writing for the comics and writing for a TV show. I think so, too. In the comics, people have to fill in the small things with their imaginations. In both The Walking Dead and Fear of the Walking Dead, Kirkman keeps telling us about stuff that already happened instead of showing it to us. Mm -hmm. Okay, Sister J, you decide. Do you want Sister K to read my hilarious bullshit excuse for it being long ass? Or do you want to read me now? (laughs) And then she says, BS excuse to be read if she says yes. Okay, do you want her to, you want to hear her excuse? Hell no. Or you just want to read her? Hell, this is too fucking long. (laughs) You know, you ain't new. You need to keep that shit short. She says, Damn it, I didn't think she'd say yes. She didn't. I'm just going to read it anyway. Now I got to think of something. Oh, damn. It's like the speak pipe thing is staring at me. Oh, hell. I know. Bunny made me. (laughs) Thanks, sisters. Kim from Baltimore. Thank you, Kim. Kim. Ooh, Kim, Bunny going to get you. Bunny going to get you, girl. <laughs> that was kind of long, but it wasn't too long. It was, it was borderline. It wasn't as long as Zombie Moms, though. No, Mm-mm. no, that, that was, was an essay. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> okay, our next one is from Procrastinella. It's a voicemail. Oh, hey, Procrastinella, and an email, a short email. She says, "Okay, hey, sisters." Y'all will probably read me over this voicemail. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of long. Uh-oh. But I'd really love to hear your thoughts on the character the feedback is about. Love what you ladies are doing and the time and energy you put in. And of course, love the podcast. Even if iTunes still doesn't record my five-star rating. Procrastinella. Hmm. I don't know why the... Why How come they're not doing that? Oh, we need know. to look into that. Look into that. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's play her voicemail. Okay. Hi, Sister Speak family. This is Procrastinella. And living up to my name, no, I haven't done an email yet for the latest episode. In fact, I haven't even watched it. Uh, I listened to the podcast, and quite honestly, that that did the trick for me. That was that was far more entertaining, I'm sure, than the show probably was. But I will watch it. But I just wanted to leave some feedback. Kind of going, kind of rewinding a bit. I wanted to leave a thought. Um, I two things. One, I now refer to this show as Fear the Walking Dead, or when crappy writing happens to good actors, because I think that's mm-hmm. definitely what's going on. Yep. Cliff Curtis and Kim Dickens are really good actors, but what they're giving the world <laughs> is just, it's almost embarrassing. The show basically sucks, in my opinion. I had very high hopes for it, yep. and perhaps, you know, that was unrealistic. It yeah, maybe, supposed to yeah. be a different sort maybe, of animal maybe we than all The Walking did. Dead, but if you're an offshoot of The Walking Dead, you at least need to have some of this intensity, which I don't think this show has. Mm-hmm. Uh, my second point, which is the main reason I want to leave feedback, I think, and I'd like to know the families, especially the sisters' thought on this, I think, not just because he was a brother, but I think it was a huge mistake. Huge. Like Julia Roberts and um, Pretty Woman. Big mistake. Huge. Yeah. To kill off Calvin. Yep. One, the actor was really good. Yep. Not just because he was nice looking, very easy on the eyes, but he was charismatic. He was. He held my attention. Yep. The only time, did you hear me? The only time 
I really sat up and paid attention during the season premiere, <laughs> season episode one, was when they cut to the diner and yeah. they showed the scene between Calvin and Nick. That was that now, was Nick a good scene. Piqued my interest, but I sat up and I was like, "What the hell is going on here? Who is this?" Yeah. Not just like I said because he's good looking, but he drew me in. Mm-hmm. He's a good little actor. He's shady. I think mm-hmm. it was a mistake for them to kill him off because it would have been just dramatic gold. It would have, would have been a gold mine. Imagine having whacked out druggy Nick under the same roof in the same vicinity, what have you, as his dealer Ooh. that mm-hmm. nobody knows as such. It would yeah. have been great storytelling. Well, Not because you fact, know. I, I personally think in the I character of Calvin, they had somebody who would have been a wild card. I view him as a cross between the Walking Dead's Shane and Merle. Let's call him Cheryl, shall we, people? No. He had the <laughs> Shit. of Shane, minus the psycho, you know, tendencies. He had the determination of Merle and just that, that, that dog that, Shane hey, whatever it takes, I am willing to do it to make sure I come out of this alive. Minus, of course, the racist tendencies. But the one thing that one comment. Oh, I see what she mean about this long ass voicemail. Was, he was he was like a like a cobra or something. You couldn't take your eyes off of him. <laughs> Literally, you really couldn't turn your back on somebody like Calvin, because even though you needed him to survive. In that case, it would have been Nick. He literally needs him for the drugs. You couldn't take your eyes off him. You couldn't trust him because you knew Stab you in the back. he was capable of such amazing treachery. It's like, okay, is this is this guy going to kill me, you know, to, to get what he needs? Or is he going to try and help me? Is he going to save me? But I'm kind of rambling. But yeah, like you are. I said, I think it was a huge mistake to get rid of him. <laughs> Uh, it remains to be seen if the show can be turned around in the last two episodes. Personally, I don't think it can be, but it really doesn't matter, does it? Because it's coming back for a second season. But on the bright side, that means, hopefully, if they decide to, we'll still have Sister K and Sister J to, you know, to entertain us with their hilarious and, you know, insightful take on the show. Which, hey... If the second season is as bad as the first season, you all should ask for royalty, Sister J, because what you all put down, Sister K, it's a hell of a lot better than what's on my TV Thank you, Procrastinella. Thank you, Procrastinella. That's sweet of you. Yeah, that's sweet, but you know what? What y'all didn't see with Procrastinella, you were putting Sister K to sleep. I was not sleep. You were I was listening. You closing your eyes. Hey, okay, Procrastinella, that was that was long ass voicemail. Keep that but, shit short next time. Wait, wait, wait. However, she had a good point. You did have a good point. However, I disagree with your assessment of Calvin as uh, uh, as it relates to the writers. First of all, you could it or, or it seems obvious to me there was no way that the writers were going to think of Calvin in those terms because he was the stereotypical black drug dealer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I don't think he was. Yeah, well. He wasn't. They wouldn't have thought of him as as a, I don't think he was. An I, evolutionary character that well let's put him in a, a survival mode with Nick 
and and his family and, and see how that no they wouldn't have even thought of that i don't shit. think he was a stereotypical drug dealer I but think so. i do think stereo they, i don't think so but i do think that they they had one purpose for him and they used him for that purpose they didn't have any thoughts of maybe extending that character and having it do something else. i tell you what so everybody on twitter when i was on twitter that night everybody was saying what the f they made him the drug dealer because they because they were so uh 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 enamored sort of kind of by this guy that the parents obviously knew they went to his house looking for nick and everything you know and their best friends and stuff you know and then he turned out to be the drug dealer no and we was I, disappointed. I don't know about the good actor comment. Well, I do. I agree that the Travis dude, I can't, Chris, whatever his the real name is. I have seen him in other stuff and I've liked him. I like Ruben Blades. I've never seen any of the other people. And I have seen Madison somewhere, but she seemed to act the same way. So those people are good. The rest, mm. I've only seen Ruben Blades. I've never seen the dude playing Travis in anything that if I can I recall. Can remember what show it was? You'll remember it was well. something. <clears throat> anyway, thank you, Procrastinal, for that long <laughs> ass voicemail. <laughs> Shit, damn. She ain't new. You ain't new. Our next email is from Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Hello, Sisters Big Family. I'll keep this short because I'm saving my long ass email for the next season of Game of Thrones. Yeah. Uh, let's not go there, Jeff. <laughs> keep that shit short. Yeah, but at least Game of Thrones got a lot of stuff to say, though. See. I know, but then that's how we end up with five hours. That's true. Yeah, no. First of all, the show's title should be changed to Filler for the Walking Dead. Thank because you. Because it keeps going. Uh, because if it keeps going at this rate, that's all it will be. Yep. Most of the characters are not likable. The plot is a bit slow at, and at times makes no sense. And to top it off, last week's episode had zero zombies. Yep. How are they going to make a zombie show without zombies? Yep. That's like an episode of True Blood without Sookie's titties. <laughs> <laughs> or Cersei without wine. Ain't that the truth? Second, Travis needs to get bit or stop being in denial so Barbara Dan can have more say on what's going on. <laughs> He's almost as bad as Excuse me. He's almost as bad to watch as digmatized Andrea was. Mm. I'm not sure why the writers changed his character so much. I know. But oh well. Maybe the plan was to make him unlikable so no one would give a shit when he died. Hmm. I don't know, but they I don't have think, yeah. him to the annoying to Yeah, the yeah. I'll end my email on a positive note. Maddie is starting to come around for me. First was her believable reaction, probably the first time she's fucking had on the show, to smelling a dead body. Mm-hmm. It was like when you go to take the trash out in the summer and lift up the garbage can lid. Yes. That nasty puff of air smacking you in the face. Yeah. Yeah, that was. That was. Because she's already, she already has that ugly smell <laughs> face on her. Look on her face. Um, then when she finally had enough and slapped the fuck out of Nick, I yelled at the TV. Yeah, do it again. Woohoo. <laughs> I almost rewound that back. It was probably 18 years too late, but better late than never. Yeah, better late than never. Anyways, thank you ladies for making all the wonderful podcasts. They really make my work day better and got me to finally watch True Blood. 
just so I would have more sisters speak in my life. <laughs> Jeff. Jeff K from Facebook. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you, Jeff. That's very nice. Very and, sweet. And, yeah, and we are glad that you enjoy our podcast. We love that you enjoy the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and you are right about that, though. And Jeff, Every damn episode has Sookie's titties on it. it almost everyone. Mm-hmm. sure did. Damn. Tired of seeing them. It was, it was tedious. It was yeah. tedious. Mm-hmm. Now, talk about a show that really got you. <laughs> oh, Lord. True Blood. Let's not go on that Yeah, game. let's not do that. <clears throat> okay, our next email is from Willie. Hey, Willie. Hey, Willie. How you doing? Hey, hey, sisters. I'm definitely getting my feedback on time on this series. Yep. Which I gotta say, ain't grabbing me. <laughs> I thought if I could get past wanting to snap on all the teenagers being so stubborn, and the fact that only the pilot was being shot in L.A., you better believe I was submitting my headshots <laughs> while the rest of the show was shot in Toronto. But uh, the whole military being the bad guy is just a worn out trope. It is. That's probably just me being spoiled by the originality of the walking dead. Where are all the walkers? I will admit when the mom finally lost it on Nick, I was up off the couch swinging with her. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's right. Woo-hoo. A lot of the scenes from the pilot were shot around the area I live in. Ooh. Koreatown and Los Feliz and some places around East L.A. Cool. I already have issues with openly planning for the zombie apocalypse with my close friends. Like which buildings we would hold up in locally. And this show isn't helping. <laughs> All right, my loves. Back to work. Willie, the governor of Koreatown. <laughs> P.S. About Kim Daniels acting ability. Y'all struck a nerve. I'm learning more and more with every production I book that half this business is making friends with the people holding the keys, yep. quote unquote. Kim Daniels is one of those actors who knows everybody. Yep. This is the impression I get from the interviews I've seen her give. As far as working with a, another actor who has given you nothing, that's what the director is for. Mm-hmm. If the director is off, then you're screwed. And hopefully the editor uses most of your scenes. I deal with this a lot because at this point I'm acting alongside stuntmen and it can sometimes be painful. (laughs) (laughs) I bet so, Willie. I bet so. Mm -hmm. Sometimes Mm -hmm. I just stay in character and play it frustrated because their character isn't paying attention in the situation. Yeah. Hope that makes sense. (laughs) Yes, it does. PPS. Yam. I see you, kinfolk. (laughs) <laughs> thank you Willie thank you Willie he gave a shout out to Yam, hey, Yam. <laughs> last week I was saying hey Yam and Willie I need to know how y'all do when you're acting across from somebody who ain't doing shit yeah. like this woman and you know what though but but Willie brought up a very good point and I think you mentioned that in one of the uh, previous podcasts and that is she must obviously know a bunch of people and really do well in her interviews because she, no, what I said was obviously in person she's got more char- charisma or something yeah. than she has on film because because I don't she ain't working. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I remember who it was. I think I was trying to figure out who I was thinking about. Remember the guy who was in the um, latest Clash of the Titans movie, and he was also in, I think, one of the reboots of Terminator, not the latest one, but another one. They keep putting him in movies, and for a while there, he was like in every blockbuster movie. And each one of those movies went down. I can't remember. His name is Sam something. Hmm. Anyway, I'm like, he must have some kick-ass 
auditions in person with people <laughs> but when he gets on film mm-hmm. something ain't working right he just mm-hmm. didn't seem like the right person, person. for the role anyway mm-hmm. what do I know <laughs> except that I've watched a fuck ton of TV <laughs> and even though I know casting director I could tell this person hey. don't got no damn charisma yeah screen or no chemistry hey with they people. need to start asking uh some of us out I here. I need to get some consulting Yeah, fees some consulting fees so we can tell them. I'll watch your show and I'll give you some feedback on what you yeah. can improve. That's right. Mm-hmm. Work that up, Willie. That up. <laughs> Thank you, Willie. Thank you, Willie. Okay, our next feedback is from Rashia. I think it's Rashia. And it's a voicemail, so let's play that now. Okay, cool. Hey, sisters. I wanted to leave you a voicemail this week. Um... Uh, no, I'm late with my feedback and I didn't think I'd have time to sit down and write it all up. But I just had a couple of quick things to say about the episode um, this week. So the first time I watched it, when it aired live, I must admit I fell asleep. <laughs> like I fell asleep about 15 minutes in. I think because That's in the beginning, you know, um, <laughs> I don't know his name, the son, whatever, little creeper, creeper boy. He was doing his little monologue and I'm like what i don't i don't get it and then this song like i just didn't get it and then the scene before the scene that i caught right before i fell asleep was the scene with i think her name is ophelia um the barbershop guy's daughter um yeah she just started making out hot and heavy with some guy and i'm like "Mm, okay and i just went to sleep second watch though i actually got a little bit more or i got a better understanding of why she was doing that so i'm cool with it now um and I must say, the part where um, Madison slapped the shit out of her son. <laughs> I, when I first watched it, I was I watching my boyfriend, hmm. and he walked in. She walked in, and he's like, "What do you want me to say?" And she just stood there and was like, "You don't even know." And I said, "Man, if she would have been, if she was black, she would have slapped his ass." And two seconds later, she was whop, whop, whopping on that ass. And then the last one says, because I know I'm running along, is the scene after he got his butt toe up that he was just sitting in the corner. <laughs> like, he was. He was in the corner crying. But anyway, that is all that I had to say. I love you guys. The love the show. Part. Love you, sisters. Love everything you do. Keep it up. This is Rashia from Raleigh, North Carolina, signing off. Thank you, Rashia. Thank you, Rashia. Thank you. Yes, that was the best. Not only when she was whooping his ass, when they showed him in the corner looking like a little beat up puppy. Well, that's because it was quite obvious he was shocked as shit because she ain't never done that. Right. He was shocked as shit. He was shocked. The first slap you could tell on his face. He was shocked. He was like, what the uh-huh. And that's why he's cowering in the corner. Cowering. That was so uh-huh. funny. That was the best. That was good. That was the best. Yeah. And, you know, they don't really show a lot of that on TV. They need to show more of it. Well, I People mean. People getting their ass. Well, only. That's what would happen in the real world. Well, but only if it if it lends itself to the character. Like on Empire when Cookie beat Hakeem. Well, Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. that's exactly oh, what would have happened. Yeah. And he going to sit there and call her the B word in her face. Oh, hell no. She would have beat him down too. Beat his ass. Yeah. So, beat you it. know, so as long as it's in context. Yeah. Right. I agree. Thank you, Rashia. Thank for you for calling Rashia. in. And uh, I don't blame you for falling asleep. It, it's kind of slow, but, mm-hmm. you know, it do get slow. It do get slow. Okay. Our next feedback is from Gabriel. Hey, Gabriel. 
he says, oh, well, yep, that's it. I don't have anything else to say. Okay, real. At least the podcasts are still great. I don't think I could still. I would still watch otherwise. Big fan from Belgium, Gabriel. <laughs> that is hilarious. Oh, Thank Gabriel, you, Gabriel. Oh my that is goodness! So good. He's like, oh well. Okay, that's all I got to say. <laughs> oh Lord. Mm, mm, mm. thank you gabriel that's funny we feel you we feel you yeah we feel the same way but we got to do it so okay our next uh feedback is from liz hey liz hi sister k and sister j (laughs) it has been a minute since i had time to send feedback okay i'm not too late with this one hope i'm not too late with this one nope first not trying to be controversial but i like madison (laughs) i know Oh, Lord. Another one likes her. I know women like her. Really? Uh. Very practical, stoic, always have to be strong for someone else. Mm. She might break down for a minute in private, but she'll never show weakness in front of her kids. But she'll go to the ends of the earth to protect her children. She don't. No, she won't. She only wants to protect Nick. Hey, she don't show no emotion in front of her children either. She will never give up on them, even if they are fuck-ups like Nick. No, that's the only one she does. No. Yeah, she done it. gave up on Alicia, it seemed to me. That girl was gone a whole fucking day, and ain't nobody yeah. mentioned her name. I said nothing. Travis, on the other hand, needs to get bit. Second, where are my dragons? I mean zombies. <laughs> this has bothered me from season one of The Walking Dead, and going back in time highlights the problem. Robert Kirkman's zombie virus is not equal opportunity. It only kills people we don't see unless the plot demands that they get bit. (laughs) True. Mm -hmm. This virus cares about keeping families and friends together. You can get sprayed in the face with blood and gore and be fine. But but off screen, something is wiping out 99% of humanity. The suggestion in this late in this last episode was that the National Guard was killing healthy people, too. There's almost 10 million people in L.A. County. Millions of healthy people? Please. (laughs) They should be running from a tidal wave of zombies by now. Mm -hmm. Uh Mm Uh-huh. Either that or the virus only turns people who die naturally. In that case, are, um, are we supposed to believe that everyone dies of basic stupidity? Nobody can outrun or outthink <laughs> monsters that move the speed of a nursing home patient and can't open doors. Yeah. It would explain why they write these dumb characters, but it's so <laughs> condescending to the audience. Yes, it is. It is. Mm-hmm. Yes. All that said, I'm still entertained enough to finish the season, and I like the idea that Daniel Salazar and Madison are forming a power alliance. <laughs> Cheers, Liz from Seattle. Thank you, Liz, for that email. I don't know about them forming an alliance, but, I mean. She's so hateful, though. Yeah. My mm. house is a refugee camp. My daughter's room is an ICU. I'd be like, okay, fine, then. I'll move in next door where it's empty because Susan's dead. That's what I would do. You complain about rooms oh, and shit. Lord. Anyway. Anyway. Well, you're right, though. Where are all the people at? Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody. Nobody. Okay. Our next feedback is from Erin. Hey, Erin. She says, 
Hey, Sister J, Sister K, and family. It's Lady Aaron Middlefinger here. <laughs> <laughs> Finally sending in feedback for whatever the hell this show is. I'm just happy to have new podcasts from the sisters, even if this show bores me. Here's a list of things I can't believe. One, I can't believe it took Madison so long to smack the shit out of Nick. Yep. Hello. Two, I can't believe she cut a hole in the damn fence. The yep. place will probably be crawling with walkers now. Yep. Three, I can't believe Madison didn't pick up that gun. <laughs> yep. yep. Four, I can't believe Madison is going to blame Liza for er- anything. Oh, of course. She'll probably keep an eye on Nick. Did she even think about that? Nope. Nope. Yeah, Liza, she will. You know she will. Five. She'll try. Yeah. I can't believe anyone trusts the military or the doctors. I know. <laughs> I'll try to watch till the end, but so far, my favorite part of this show are the Walking Dead commercials. Until next time, <laughs> take care, sisters. Aaron. Oh, thank, thank you, Aaron. I know. It's, it's, we only got two more episodes, only y'all. Two more, but oh. Two more, and oh, it is tedious. It is but, taking you know, a while. It's, yeah. It is taking a while. But. Oh, and then um, our next feedback. Oh, sorry. Did you have something to say nope. about that? I forgot to play when we were talking about David's feedback. He had a tagline. Ooh, yeah. And I missed that. So, David, let's play your tagline now. Okay. This is David Dye from Joplin, Missouri, and you're listening to Sister J and Sister K's Fear the Walking Dead podcast. Now, can I have my knife back? <laughs> I love it. No, you can't have your knife back. <laughs> I got my knife back. <laughs> Thank you very much, Thank you, David. That was really awesome, hear David. Your voice, David. Yeah, cool. Oh, All right. Good. Okay, and then we have one last email of the week, Woo-hoo! and that is from Ozzy John. Hey, Ozzy John. Hey, Ozzy John. Hey, sisters. How you going? Hi, How you feeling? going? Good eye. Oh, Lord. Did you survive this debacle of an episode? Yep. It's official. We are in the mid-season slump they seem to have all the time yep. in the normal show. This episode is challenging the Daryl and Beth still for worst episode yet. <laughs> oh, that's pretty bad. That was one of the, well. No, that was a bad episode. It was one of the funniest podcasts, though. We talked about it. Because you talking about him peeing on her. <laughs> I remember that one. And we were trying to figure out, I still remember us trying to figure out, why are they making it kind of go towards a romantic-like thing? It just we Their glances mm-hmm. that they had? Mm-hmm. It was weird. Anyway, um, this episode <laughs> didn't even have a walker. Mm-mm. There were some good moments that propelled the overall story arc forward that I enjoyed. But the individual character stuff I tuned out for, except for Daniel's story. Yeah. Travis is slightly back in my good books. So while he doesn't like guns, at least he is keeping up with his cardio to compensate. (laughs) (laughs) Good cardio is more useful against a large horde than a revolver with six bullets. That's true. (laughs) That is true. I think he finally learned a lesson in that final episode, excuse me, in that final scene where the people needing rescue were killed. Yeah. Yeah. Nick had a swim that changed back into those old man clothes. Then changed back I know. in the old man clothes. Ooh. That was so nasty. But he was swimming in the nasty water. He is at home. He has other clothes there. That's what I'm Maddie saying. Maddie said so in the first episode. That's what I'm saying. Yes. I'm sure she said his room was untouched. 
it must be his nine day wash cycle. Mm, mm, See, that mm. must be it. Because mm. I can't think of why else he's Yeah, wearing. why he still got the same shit on. I don't know. My biggest problem was the out of character moment of Maddie going out the fence to rescue the people in the building. See, I don't think she was trying to rescue anybody. I don't think. She I just think she wanted, wanted to, see. to see. She wanted to mm-hmm. see. Nosy. Mm-hmm. In the second episode, she stopped Alicia from running out to save a neighbor that they knew. Now she is going out to save a stranger. I don't think she was going to save him. That is bull. The writers only needed to establish a hole in the fence. Yeah. Yeah, now that's true. But I don't think she was going to save no, anybody. I, th- I think she just wanted to see beyond the fence. Yeah, because she didn't know what the yeah, hell they was doing. Because, you know, they're being told that there's nothing beyond the fence. Right. And from from her vantage point on the roof, she couldn't exactly tell how far beyond the fence it was. And she probably would have went deeper into the town except for those guardsmen was coming yeah. with that army tank mm-hmm. down the street. Mm-hmm. So she had to go back. Did you notice that Chris and Nick have a have had a mummy swap? That could be interesting if they don't regroup for a while. What? What's a mummy swap? Oh, mommy. A mommy swap? That's what he's talking about. Nick is where Liza is. Chris is where Maddie is. Uh, like, you know, mom. Yeah. I have, again, gone into medium-length territory, but I'll leave you with something that may help you enjoy a boring episode in the future. It helped me with this one. Take the sound effect from the opening credits and get it stuck in your head. Then anytime someone says something stupid, play that sound effect in your mind while picturing that person putting on sunglasses, David Caruso style from CSI Miami. Oh, Lord. It is dumb, but really helped me get through this week. Cheers, ladies. That is that is probably the one redheaded dude I cannot stand to look at. <laughs> Why do you have to preface it with redheaded? Oh, because I like red hair. Oh, what's like- wrong with David Cruz? Oh, God, he's ugly. <laughs> oh, no, he's not. Oh, yes, he is. Oh. I like David Cruz, though. Oh. He doesn't really act anymore. Lo- yeah, yeah, he said that Miami shit. I don't think they still have that show. Oh, that good. not even on. Mm. Anyway. Uh, cheers, ladies. Have a good one, Ozzy John. Thank you, Ozzy John. Thank you, Ozzy John. Except for that David Crusoe. Uh, and he has a PS. Thought, mm. uh, hey, sisters, sorry I have a PS for you. But PS, I have another Tobias theory. Maybe he was the person in the building flashing the light. Oh, let's cheers, hope not. Ozzy John. Oh, John, why are you going to leave us with that thought? Auntie <laughs> John, oh, I don't think so. That's awful far away. I hope not. I hope not either. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. No, because I no think because we're gonna see he lived. Again. Okay, okay. He lived closer. Than he that. lived in in the neighborhood school. because he went to that school. Yeah, thank you. That's what I'm. Thinking. So, so no, it wasn't him. Nah, I don't think so either. I don't think so either. Dang. Damn, Aussie John. John. That's a good theory, though. You don't put that thought in our head. That's a good theory. Yeah. Mm. I hope it wasn't, though. I don't think it is. I hope we see him again. Mm-hmm. Well, right. thank you, everyone. Thanks, who everybody. Back and who sent in your voicemails and your emails. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we love it. We appreciate it. Thank you again to Shalita Yay. for all of her awesome work getting us some sound clips Yay. and pictures on the Facebook group. Yep. Uh, it's been awesome. If you would like to get your feedback in uh, for next week's episode, 
or really this week's episode, <laughs> you can send it to sissyspeak at gmail.com or um, leave us a message on our website, which is sissyspeakpodcast.com. You can also leave us a voicemail at 972-755-1215 or on our SpeakPipe, which is speakpipe.com slash sissyspeakpodcast. We are on Twitter at underscore sister J and underscore sister K and at sister speak cast C-A-S-T mm-hmm. <clears throat> we are also on Facebook at facebook.com slash sister speak podcast and our group where we have great conversation is sister speak or excuse me facebook.com slash groups slash sister speak podcast yep no it's sister speak nation sorry okay I have podcasts in the brain sister speak nation is the name of the group so just look us up all right well that is it for now i'm sister jay i'm sister jay. <laughs> <laughs> jay almost broke the microphone i'm sister k and i'm sister jay see you next time Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.